This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. Takes the handoff, quick to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end zone. Faithfuls, the Nothing But Niners crew is back. We're here to bring you guys our first victory over reaction show of the season. Nick, how you feeling, man? It was a hell of a game, wasn't it? Hell of a game's not the word. Like, it, was, it was. Come on now, come on now, come on now. It's, it was. The, it was depressing, <laughs> to be honest with you. Depressing. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, well, we're gonna get to all that stuff, but we want to let you guys know. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for checking us out here today. All right, this show is brought to you guys by our partners over at mybookie.ag. Hold on, let me. How do I do this thing again, man? Where, where is that damn? Hold on, it's an overlay. I might have to drop you out of the thing so I can read this stupid thing here. Hold on, one. Let me. Nope, that's not it. What are you doing? You'll see. Hold on. All right, how do I drop right you out? Here. Hold on. Oh, I got I got to remove the Yeah, but it's not. All right. It's fine. Leave it there. It's both of us. F that. It's both of us. Guys, listen. All right. This episode is brought to you guys by our partners over at mybookie.ag. OK, head over to mybookie.ag and use your promo code NBN of your first deposit and they will double that up to one thousand dollars. You deposit a hundred. They give you a hundred. Head over to mybookie.ag right now. You use promo code NBN. They have a special game they want you guys to know about. OK. Oh. Oh, the mosquitoes are out here after me. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, head over to my bookie and choose from a variety of boosts and contests and promotions up for grabs, heightened by the crown jewel of winning season, the famous my bookie super contest. It only costs ten dollars to enter. All right, pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point. 
Each point gets you closer to the grand prize. If you missed out on week one, that's okay. I did too. No big deal. Head on over there because after one good week, you're right back in it, okay? Most people picking against the spread don't work. I did a, a, a little thing, and I picked the Jets with the four and a half points, and they lost by five. So I was wrong, all right? I thought it was an easy one. I was wrong. I thought the four and a half points the Jets would be able to cover. They did not. So just like that, I was wrong. Other people are going to be wrong, too. You can get in there and get back in it. Head over to mybookie.aj. Use promo code N B N for your coverage. That is the place to be, okay? I promise you guys you're going to enjoy it. You'll thank me later. Uh, and here, a little message from them now. Let's get my boy Breezy up in here. Boom! There he is. All right, Boom. fellas. It's time for the I told you so's, the oh no's, and what to do now. So let's just get into it, man. Uh, the game was crazy. It started hot, ended cold, and uh, I saw some things that even said this didn't feel like a victory. Uh, let's overreact. What were your guys' thoughts on the game? Break it down, fellas. Oh, wait. On, Can Nick? we start with victory shots first? Let's let's yeah. Let's bring this old thing back, man. Come on now, Nick. Don't leave me hanging, bro. I know you got something to drink over there. Nah, I definitely don't. Oh, come on, Nicholas. You can't do that. I don't have anything to drink next to me. This is the biggest mosquito I've ever seen in my life flying in front of me right now. All right, I got the gold bar whiskey, man. And uh... I'm trying to sit outside. I want to have a cigar. I got to light up. Let's take this shot. All right, guys. Victory cheers right here. One, two, three. Eh. Salute. Salute. I hope I drank that fucking mosquito, man. These things out here killing me, y'all. I heard it drinking worms and tequila, but not mosquitoes and whiskey. Yuck. Here we go. Here we go. See? Red Cohiba for the day. Niners got to represent the red, right? Everything I've been doing is about the red and gold today. I almost got his ass. That's a Just big take mother. your behind in the house. That's, that's I can't what you have can do. Cigar in the house. I can't have ah, cigar. that's a good point. Good point. Good point. Wifey, wifey don't play those games, man. She no, I, me. I, trust me, I understand. Understand, man. Oh, look, man, we we reacting right, and so, um, I, I mean, where do you want to start? Like, Kyle Shanahan is a bitch. That's we can start. Part. We can start there. You want to start there? Is that what that's we think? That's what that's we feel. Where that's where I'm gonna start. Is that what you feel? If that's yeah. what he feels, then I'm going to stop. I'm a, so I, I got you, bro. So, like, here's the thing, right? Like, at some point in Kyle Shanahan's career, he has to figure out how to not take his foot off the gas. Because at any given moment, like, teams are scrapping to trying to claw their way back in. I, I almost wish we were the clawing scrappy team, Nick. And the reason why is because we would be doing whatever it takes to get a victory. Now we go there, and and if you look, if you go back, if you watch the pressers, they said every freaking thing I've been saying about not taking the foot off the gas. The first person that said it was George Kittle. Well, we took our foot off the gas, and then Dion, uh, Dion Ford, D Ford says we, we should have kept our foot on their throats. Like that's what happens, you know, when we take feet off the throats. Now I, I I don't know what you guys have been saying, but my philosophy is don't take players out of the game. Because you'll mess up chemistry, you'll mess up the flow, and then you're just putting things can happen. And then you saw the comeback. I don't know if you want to say the team got deflated once they saw their guy Jimmy, uh, um, Jimmy, Jason Verrett go down, 
But after Verrett went down, the team kind of got deflated. It got off their, their rockers a little bit. And then it was just off to the races for the Detroit Lions to come back at home. At home. Go figure. They had some momentum at home, which is what they're supposed to do. But when you take the ghost out of a team, you continue to go ghost busting. You don't allow the ghost to get comfortable. And the 49ers did just that. They allowed them to get comfortable, and they snuck out of there with a win, with a victory. They snuck out of there with a victory. I think it was a dominant performance by the 49ers uh, from start to finish, and I think they let their foot off the gas. You guys got to remember, man, I, I, I know people said I sound like a homer. People said that I sound, you know, oh, Mike, you're crazy. This is a bad Lions team and all that. But think, go back and watch the, the prediction show. Go back and watch the preview show and the show before that. I said we're going to start out to a commanding lead, and the score at the end is going to be a lot closer than what people think. There was a guy who even paid at the halftime show, Nick, and he said, I told you we are going to win by 21. I was like, all right, there's a lot of game left. We'll see. This isn't Kyle mm -hmm. being a bitch. This is Kyle knowing I'm not showing everything in week one. This is exactly what I said to you guys. Kyle you out there. He took I'm a sorry, commanding lead. He, he took a commanding lead, and he started pulling his players. Kyle addressed it. The team addressed it. They took their foot off, their off the gas by design. By design, this was never something that they were worried about losing. And uh, you guys want to go out there and, and keep putting up points and putting up points. Every time you score, it's another drive that's not likely to work later on. Kyle said that in preseason. He's not going to keep doing it in the, in, in the game that we're up 28 points. That's bullcrap, no though, bro. Thank if you for the contribution. He says here, uh, what are the measurements of the mosquito? Can it fit? Uh, can, it, can it start a cornerback for us next week with us? No, nah, his 40 is a little too fast. We only getting slow guys right now. Sorry. Uh, so no, he he cannot uh, come in and fill in for us there. All right. Um, Bro, I totally disagree with you. Like there was one, huh? I totally disagree with you. I totally disagree with you that Kyle, you know, this was by design. Kyle Shanahan said himself he got scared once Jason Verrett went down and took everybody out. You cannot play football scared and take people out. It almost cost you week one. I don't give a shit if it's by design or not. You don't do that as a head coach. You don't do that. Like, he literally put in a second-string defense when you're already down players and allowed a comeback. That's a bitch move, bro. I don't care if, if you're is, saving players or not. I'm not like, saying you – I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, didn't want, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. Like, it's just – it's not – it wasn't – yeah, it might have been by design, but he didn't take players out until Jason Verrett got hurt. And he said it himself. He said – I shouldn't have taken players out. I did kind of step on that, whatever. Basically, that he was wrong for taking out players because he got caught up in the Jason Verrett getting hurt. You can't but do that as a head coach. I agree, and I've always agreed. And remember me going off at the, at the halftime at the Super Bowl? That was exactly my gripe. He's playing conservative. You can't do that, right? This is exactly my gripe. But I can't come on here now and say Kyle's a bitch. Kyle's exactly who I thought he was. So I think I think we're saying the same things. I'm not. I am but not happy that he did it. But you can't be mad at Nick for coming out saying if that's how he feel Kyle is. You just don't I, feel he's that I way. If, you can't. You're interpreting it differently. So right, Nick's well, interpretation of who Kyle Shanahan is, who Kyle my, Shanahan my is. My interpretation is we know that we lost the Super Bowl because Kyle Shanahan let his foot off the gas. And guess what? It's the same damn Kyle Shanahan. You almost lost a game that you shouldn't even – Shouldn't even been anywhere near what it was because you decided to let your foot off the gas. If Mike, give me a, give me another choice of words. Give me another oh. word for, for not, the coach. Listen, if 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 anybody's out there opinion of of what we saw 
is bitch, then fine. Let that be it. But what I'm saying is this is what I expected. So it doesn't surprise me. I've always not liked that about Kyle. So okay. I understand. Right. So you guys can classify it as that, but it's not a new thing for me. This is what I expect. This is why I said it. But see, I, 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 I said it. I said, we'll come out and we'll put up 30, 40 points in this game. I said, mm -hmm. and it's still going to be close at the end of it. The box score is not going to show how mm -hmm. dominant we really were. Those were my words. So none of this is a, none of that part is a surprise mm -hmm. to me, is what I'm right. saying. So I can't, I can't, I don't know if this was a new classification mm -hmm. for Nick. Is this a new title for Kyle? Because no, if it's just, a new I title, just think I don't think it's He's in his feelings, and at this point, that's what Kyle is. Like, at, at how many times we got to watch it? Like, at, yeah, at like some I, point, the coach has to take a turn. The coach has to go look in the mirror and look at his reflection and say, what do I need to do to change the, the identity for this team? Because I let my foot off the gas, so the team let their foot off the gas. And, like, and, and that's what they did. There, there was no all gas, no breaks. I mean, unless that went with Robert Sala, I don't know. But my point is... That's exactly what happened. And Nick said it. This is what I was saying. You can't let one injury determine your your future. That's not your fate. This is football, people. People are going to get injured each and every week. We don't hope that they get injured, but they're going to get injured. And so you got to continue to play as if it didn't happen. Like you got to. Because if not, you play scarce, you might get more injuries just because you're trying to play safe. And so that's not a good look on top of that. We almost lost this game to a team that came out scrapping. And I told you who to watch out for. I said it on the show. DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. They're only two weapons. Like, I told you they were going to do stuff. If we gave them the opportunity, they were going to do it. And now DeAndre Swift is probably going to be the reason why I lose a fantasy, fo fantasy football because y'all let him score a touchdown. So let me read Callie's contribution here. We got one more by liking. I don't want these to go away before we can get to them. Callie with the contribution. Thank you very much. He says, I understand Kyle got conservative, but D'Amico wasn't great either. Made no adjustments. Uh, Lions was slicing our run defense. And that was from start to finish. Up the middle. Uh, the, like, I just felt like, what is going on? What happened to this vaunted defensive line that we were talking about? Uh, the only defensive lineman that I saw that was out today was Kevin Gibbons, and he wasn't going to make the difference in the game. So where where was the scheme? Uh, Ken, Ken Law was out, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're he right. was going to make the difference. That's, that's, that's your big difference. That's your anchor in the run, D. You know, a lot of guys are trying to figure out how we're getting shoot at the middle. They played to our weakness. They knew that, that our anchor, the a.k.a. the Vince Wilfork of the 49ers, was going to be uh, Javon Kinlaw. That's a guy that we – that's exactly why we got him, to stop the run, to stop the gashes up the middle. Once he was out, they forced all of that – all their runs – from the outside, all that DeAndre Swift stuff that that I thought they would give us more of, they just funneled it right to the inside. And remember, we I, said we said on the show, who do we need to watch out for? Jamal Williams. Why? Yeah. He runs hard against the 49ers. Niners He's a Niners, Niners killer, killer. and he set the tone. It wasn't even Swift. It was Williams on the first big carry right up the middle. And so we Swift just was the consistent one once he started going, but Williams kicked it off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now I will say this, um, you know, we're 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 reacting, we're overreacting emotionally. This is going to oh, be yeah. the show where we, we let it all out. So Nick, I want you sitting there in silence. I want to hear more from you, bro. But the one thing that I do want to say is um, the Lions, the Lions were were going for it early on on fourth down a couple times. You know what yeah. I mean? They showed you, hey, 
we're not expected to win this game. We ain't got nothing to lose. We're going out we here. We're going to put that ball on the wall. And I like that about that team. You don't, you're not expected to win. Don't be conservative. Go out there and go after it, right? And this speaks to their mindset. The Lions are going to be a dangerous team for that reason. Nobody expects them to do anything all year long. And they're going to steal four or five wins by playing the way that they played today. Because here's another thing. Not, not, not only was it, oh, we're going for it on third or fourth and short. Those guys realized Jason Brett went down. They targeted Dante Johnson with four different receivers in that little bit of time. Four different bodies on the guy that they they were they were all aware of our injury report. They knew that that guy was cut. We brought in Josh Norman. You know how they knew that? Because they knew that Josh Norman was brought in. Well, how come? Well, there was an injury guy. They let him go. Then that injury guy suddenly makes it back to the practice squad, and then he gets brought up the day. Come on. They, they knew that. They knew that, and they targeted and him with four different people. That's part of the game plan, though, Mike, right? Like, you pay attention to the injury, the scouting reports. Who are you going to scout? Who's injured? Who do you target? And you got to give big ups to their staff and Jared Goff, man, because once Verrett went down, the team, like, like it, it was back into full effect. And then, you know, a lot of people want to blame George Kittle, you know, for that 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 thing. And I, I would love to hear y'all takes on it because you guys are very savvy football minds, man. I really – think you guys are like the cream of the crops right when i talk to you but i really don't see how a ball that bounces up and hits a guy in his face his fault like he was there to make the play and the ball bounced it took a bounce on some turf and it bounced and he just it just he didn't even touch it it just hit his face like how is that george kittle's fault even though he took the blame for it he says he has to make that play like how hard was it to make that play nick and mike yeah, I mean, it was definitely a hard play to make. I mean, obviously, you're, you know, you're trying to recover a football that, and and they call it a hands team for no, you know, for a reason. Like it, it is very legitimately hard to recover an onside kick depending on how the ball goes. You don't know how it's gonna, you know, hop, jump, skip, whatever you want to call it. It could, you know, he played it. He played it like it was gonna stay down. It took a hop. It's like a shortstop. You play a ball that you think is going to lay low. You play it. It pops you up. You better lay low. Sorry. And it, it hit him in his face mask. It was a bad bounce. Like, there's – it was a bounce. It was a bad bounce for the 49ers, a good bounce. For the Detroit Lions. There you go. And there was really nothing you can do that. Do you expect more out of players than as a fan and in the heat of the moment? You're like, Jesus, you need to catch that? Yeah. But in the end, it was just a really good kick and a bad bounce for the 49ers. Like, that's, no, that's, that's what it was. That was the momentum it, shift right there, too. It, it's football rules, man. You ever you ever seen a, ba- a a football bounce low three times in a row? Yo, that was crazy. You don't because it's oblong shaped for a reason. The third, it, if you if you don't get it on the second bounce, it's definitely coming on the third. But there's no way George Kittle can count that. It's coming through bodies. You guys got to remember it went through the first line of defense. George Kittle was on the second line. He probably didn't see the first bounce, so he don't know that. I mean that he's gonna take blame for it because he was the body that was there, right? That wasn't that wasn't on him. It, it bounced right into his face and, and went off him. Nick, man, uh, I'm sorry, Alfred. I'm sorry. Uh, first of all, what time is it over there? What have we got? Eleven o'clock. It is. Uh, oh, hang on. It is ten past eleven. Ten past yeah. eleven. Okay. So, Lichen, Lichen has a comment here, and I want I want to get your reaction to it here. He says we were up by twenty eight with four minutes left in the game. Should not have been that close agree or disagree and why agree um i don't know what happened um obviously injuries were piling up 
Uh, I've heard Jason Verrett has done for the season ACL, which... Torn ACL. Uh, he confirmed bad. that on the phone with Eric Davis, and Eric bad. Davis tweeted it out. Bad, bad, bad. I think we thought we were better than we were, and all of a sudden we took our foot off the gas. And to me, that was an issue, because we should have put 50 points up easily against this team. No disrespect to the Lions, but we should have done 50, a 50 burger. But we well, took tell our you, tell you kickers don't miss. Mm, let me shut up. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. So the kicker missed one field goal, which would have made us have 44 points. So I'm just I'm trying to get Mike's logic in this. So that was also a field position thing. It's also demor more demoralizing oh, at that point. It's Mike, cut it out, bro. He what missed a he missed a 50-yarder one, and then he makes the second 50-yarder. He made a 52-yard. I was very proud of him. Right. He missed so, a kick. He it, did he, miss a kick. And I'm not. I'm not. Ma I'm not. I'm not gonna. He should be faulted for missing a kick. But like, don't say that's not. That's not why we didn't put up 50 points. We took our foot off the gas. We stopped running plays that we could have ran to get 50 points. The offense was totally different. Look. Don't don't blame the kicker. Is this like, is there a new ghost mode that I don't know about? Did you see the message that popped up on the screen? It said he's in the stream, but audio only. Is this a new feature? Yeah, if you close your camera, it just puts you in his audio. Oh, I, I didn't did know say that. Okay. that. I'm terribly sorry. No, 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 no. It's okay. I just didn't know that was a new feature. We, we didn't have that before. We would just lose somebody or it would be a box there. So that's pretty cool. Um, but Wayne, here's why I say it's a momentum shift. Because the Lions went for it on fourth down, da 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 right? We stopped them the one time. Crowd went crazy. Our team looked re-energized. Re, 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 uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The word vigor is in there somewhere. Reinvigorated? I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for. But the word vigor is in there somewhere, what I'm trying to say. Um, but then think about this for a second. Remember when they went for their first field goal and they missed it wide left? Yeah. It was a whole spark again. We, Us missing those points allows them to get more energy. It, we scored it, 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 after that, bro. We they they like we scored. They scored. Like I don't I don't get it. All right, no, it's cool. Never mind. I all right, that's fine. It's it's no big deal. You can. You I, can I don't miss. I don't I don't get it. Like we all we right, missed I, the field goal. They they got the ball back. I think we stopped them on that down. We scored. Then they ended up scoring late because it was still thirty eight to ten. So like I don't understand where you're coming from. And then on top of that. Like they ended up scoring twice because they ended up with and it was forty-one to twenty-five, and then they get the offside kick, but there were no more field goals after that. So like I I don't I don't get it. I, like I I don't get what you mean. I was talking about specifically trying to get to fifty. It, oh, oh you so you're adding in the three points. And it and it sparks the opposing teams. All I was saying. Oh okay. Now all right. Ryan has a contribution here. He said, "Which play had you guys sweating more, Kittle on the kickoff or Deep Boats?" Oh shit. That's a good question. This is a good question. I want to hear everybody's thoughts on this. Let's start with Nick. Wait, which play had you guys? Which play had you guys sweating more? Kittle on the kickoff or Debo's fumble to ice the game? You mean and Kittle on the, the onside kick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nick, Nick, what you got on that, bro? That's not a kickoff. That's, that's easy. Debo. That's Debo. Debo, yeah. It's easy for me. It's the Debo play because Kittle, they scored, but they were still two possessions behind. So. They came, they they get the Kittle thing. Okay, they can go down and score. We're still up by a possession. And if we get the first down, we can run the clock out. 
Debo's fumble to me, if he goes down, the game's over right there. If he doesn't lose that football, we get the first down, the game's over. Yeah, so, and they got, they have one timeout left. We can take knees and go home. It was like a minute 12 or something right, like yeah. that left. So to me, the Debo fumble's the worst because that's where I'm sweating like shit. They have time to score. If they score, they can go for a two-point, which they're already successful on two. They get another one. They win the game. Like, it's tied. Like, Nick, it, are you on your computer? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sending you something to WhatsApp, all right? All right. So, yeah, for me, it's Debo. Wayne, what is Debo it for you? Oh, I didn't know you want, you want to go with me next. Uh, it was Debo. It was hands down Debo. Debo has to never, ever fumble the ball. He has to be protective of the ball. He has to be aware of who's around him. He has to understand that in football that there's players that are specifically out there to jar the ball out of your hand from the side, from the back, from the front, to the left, to the right, to the up, to the down. And so Debo just was ready to make a move. He saw he saw green and he was gone. Like, right? And so great. Hell of a, first of all, can I just retract and just go back to the play? I don't mean to take up too much time, but the play. No, no, we got this. You good. The, the, the play was amazing, right? And so Jimmy, like I watched him, I watched him double clutch because he didn't really want to throw the ball, right? And then he was like, you know what? He's wide open. So I want to say props to Jimmy for making the seal and deal drive of the game, right? That was the play. That would have did it. We would have won. We, we, we would have been fine. I mean, we still would have to deal with injuries and we'd still be overreacting, but we wouldn't have been sweating as much as we were sweating if Debo doesn't fumble that ball. So kudos to Jimmy Garoppolo getting the throw to Debo Samuel, who was his best target, who finished the night with 189 yards and a touchdown, okay? And so Debo Samuel killed tonight except for on that play he kind of let i don't want to say he let his foot off the gas he just kind of just he just kind of he just didn't know trey flowers was coming from the back like he didn't he had no idea that a big old 300 defensive end was on his way to punch that ball out and it happens but um that can't happen not when you're trying to play championship style football and the 49ers need to play championship football every week that needs to be their motto all right, Corkster, my man over there. Which play was more uh, nerve-wracking for you? Debo, definitely. We could have iced the game. We could have iced it, and I was cheering because he called it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea, as you all say on this channel. What the... Is going on, um, yeah, definitely Devo for me, and it's it was scary, 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 scary. Because if if that was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, we all know what's going to happen. Luckily, it was Jared Goof, and we got away with one. Okay, all right. I guess I guess I'm. I think I, I think I view special teams different than everybody else because special teams plays mean something to me. Kickoff, punts, extra points, field goals. I don't know. Those, to me, are the momentum shifts in games. And so when I watch that happen with Kittle, my heart dropped like, oh, shit, they got the ball back. What are they going to do now? You know what I'm saying? Like, with the, with the Debo one, all right, it also, it also probably has to do with the fact that Debo had to get a lot of yak to get that first down. He had to break a couple tackles, and he did. 
and then he fumbled, right? So I kind of, like, a, a, a small part of me inside didn't feel like he was even going to convert that. I knew it was behind the sticks. I saw the two guys there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't feel like he was going to get it. Um, and that was the play that Jimmy, if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy kind of shook a sack and rolled out and then hit Depot. Is that the same play we're talking about? At the end of the game, right? Jimmy shook somebody off on that play. Um, and so, you know, I at, what, what scared me more was the Kittle fumble. The Debo thing, it was it, – it shouldn't have happened either. Both of them were bad plays, though. But I feel like the special team play, like I said, I always feel like those things just – they, they really swing the momentum. A big return. We saw it. We saw, we saw, we saw it. I don't know why we're acting like special teams aren't, aren't a big deal. Remember when we were getting smoked by Seattle and then Richie James had that phenomenal return and all of a sudden we're back in that game? Like that's special teams are often turning points in games where a team yeah, is down. I just don't I just don't think that, that that play at special teams made me sweat. Like, yeah, it's it's a big play, but we were two possessions up. Like that play had nothing to do with it. You still we were two you go out there, up. they score, you hold the ball, you win the game. We were two possessions up, they recovered, they scored. Now we're one possession up. Right. So, so now the sweat comes in more when Debo fumbles and gives them the ball back. I, I hear you. Two possessions. I'm not sweating when George Kittle misses it. Yes. Oh, shit. They can score. But we have to do something. Like, we still held our own destiny at that point. When Debo fumbles, you no longer hold the destiny other than being able to stop them on a touchdown and a, and a two-point. So that's why I'm sweating more with Debo fumbles compared to, yeah, yeah special teams is important. But you, that's like saying for me to say, oh, well, you know, we fumbled on a kickoff return and we were up three possessions at, at mid-half. Like, you still have a long time to play. Where We didn't have a long time. That's, don't, you can't, that's not the same thing, though. That's not the same thing. We're talking the same two-minute window. All this happened within two playing minutes of I'm, each other. I'm talking about possession-wise. Like to me, two possessions is a lot in the NFL. Like being up two possessions is a lot. Like you're up by two touchdowns at least, which we were. To me, that that onside kick is something. Okay, it happened, but now you got to buckle down. And then when you fumble with forty something, forty nine seconds left in the game, to me that's sweating. That's the only reason why I say Debo. I feel you. No, and, and I'm not mad. Like I said. Both of them were crucial. I, I'm just telling you guys which ones made me more nervous. It was just the it was the, the special team. And we're saying Kittle because he was the one whose face mask had bounced. I don't care who it was that it hit. I'm not blaming Kittle. I don't want y'all to misconstrue what I'm saying because I know people think I hate Kittle on the show. It's not about Kittle. It could have bounced off of anybody's face mask. But that play really scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, shit. I've seen it happen too many times where it's like, oh, man. And you could already tell at that point in the game we had taken our foot off the gas reserves were in you know what i'm saying and so that's when it was really like damn it's really about to happen like we're about to watch this shit happen all over again you know so um that's that's what i was a little worried about um but guys in my opinion i i know that you guys it seems like the the, the entire panel is upset about the comeback the entire panel is upset about uh, us taking our foot off the gas uh we're upset about the the substitutions with the backups and things like that um and like i said before we started the show i was seeing tweets and texts saying that this didn't even feel like a win. Um, you guys got any positive takeaways from this game? Yeah, there's a lot of positives, but we didn't even hit on the negatives. Like, 
Oh, we can keep going. We can keep going with the negatives. I mean, let's let's do it. Let's let's keep on overreacting. I, I like it. That's what I'm here for, bro. I'm just saying, like, I don't know what. Yeah, it's a win. It's a win. But guess what? I also watched the Eagles game today, and you can't go in there playing the way that you played today in the second half and get like you're gonna lose football games if you take your foot off the gas. Like, I'm tired, tired of seeing Kyle Shanahan take his foot off the gas. You lost that freaking Super Bowl. You lost two Super Bowls by taking your foot off the gas. You can't afford to lose football games against games you're supposed to win. To, to, like, off your shit, Nick. I'm just tired. Like, if you're gonna be a coach in the league, I don't care who is at the other end. Don't have mercy. Like, you can't let shit scare you. You can't look. Last year, I got laughed at when I said the Atlanta Falcons game's a trap game. Nah, 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 that shit ain't a trap game. Blah, blah, blah. What happened? We lost. What happened? It took us down to the final game of the season, to the final play, to be the number one seed. You can't lose the – I understand it's week one, but come week 16, if you lost this game, this game means a shit ton. You can't take your foot off the game. Week 18 now, but, yeah, I feel you. You you mean – Well, yeah, it's 17. I'm just saying. Week 16, week 17 – it, it comes down to it. Like, I don't care. Oh, it's week one. I don't care about that shit. Like, because... I, I try to tell you, none of that shit matter. Week one means the same as it does in week 17. Week 17. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're getting... Like, nope. I, I I know... I, I know what you were alluding to say earlier, Mike. But here's why that doesn't sit well with me. And so when you were talking about Kyle Shanahan not showing, you know... His, his plays and this, this, that, and the third. Well, Kyle, create new ones. You're the freaking mastermind. You got all this talent in the world, so just make up new things to do. Get the victory by any means necessary. Do what you got to do to pure dominate the NFL. I, Kyle Shanahan should be trying to dominate and make teams. Then you add an extra element to your game. It's called the fear factor. So when you're doing things and teams are like, dang, yo, how do I prep for this and prep for this? You're all game every time they put Trey Lance in the game. Oh, they're doing this so that they can show the next team what Trey Lance could possibly do next week because he's going to come in the game. What, he's going to run the ball? So that means next week we're going to throw the ball out of those RPOs because we ran it all the time except for once. And this game, Trey Lance was one for 100% completion pat percentage, by the way. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. And it was for a touchdown. But I'm, I, but, but, but my thing is, you like Kyle, if he's this great mastermind, then it shouldn't matter. You should always, ne- you should never, ever, ever take your foot off the gas. You should consistently be willing to draft up stuff. If it works, it works. And then you tuck it away and you do something different. But what happened to if it ain't broke, don't fix it? What happened to that? What, 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 what happened? Because we were doing stuff and it wasn't broke. And then we go and change it. And next thing you know, we're going three and outs. But offensive play calling didn't change. Go back, go back, go watch the game again. Now, offensive, defensive. Offense, offensive play calling changed a bit. Kyle, Chan, Kyle Shanahan switched it up. And the defensive play calling, listen, a lot of people are giving D'Amico Ryan's like he didn't make adjustments. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Listen, man, players were falling like they were dropping like flies, man. And he was he was trying to plug in plays. And the only thing he couldn't so, patch up was the was the was the was the middle. That was it. Ryan's was calling the same plays all game, but he was doing it with different personnel at the end. Different person, right? Okay. 
in my opinion, and I could be wrong. Again, this is all first watch, guys. This is all first watch. This is not any of us going back and watching the film or anything. But I didn't see Kyle change the game plan. We were running the ball in the first half for 10 yards a pop with two different running backs. We, we, he was doing the same shit in the first half. He was doing the same things in the first half. I didn't, I didn't see him uh, change it up too, too much. And, you know, I know they bring up the Super Bowls and stuff like that. And I've defended Kyle in those Super Bowls. I talked about that one, uh, the, the Patriots and the, and, the, uh, and, and the Falcons, where he called the perfect play, but the, the blitzer got in, the running back missed him, right? We talk about all the time the, the deep ball to the Sanders, right? It's not that he's not aggressive. Here's what, here's what Kyle's issue is, in my opinion. In my opinion, he gets conservative, and then he gets aggressive after being conservative, which gets his team out of rhythm for the aggressive play. Can can we can do y'all understand what I'm saying there at least? So think about that. You're on mute, buddy. You're you're on mute, Nick. Sorry, I didn't catch you. Yeah, you're saying that he is aggressive, then gets conservative, then goes back to being aggressive. Yes, 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 yes. And to yes. me, that's stupid. <laughs> like you you want to be aggressive the whole game? Just put your foot in the throat, dominate fifty five to ten in the Super Bowl like we did the Bengals. I'm, I'm with you. I'm I'm one hundred percent with you. I'm 100% with you. I am. I promise you I am. But I I didn't see that in this game in particular. I mean, we're on here and we're upset that we put up 41 points on a team. Or are we upset that they came back? Because if we're upset that they came back, then that's on the defense. Or are we upset that we didn't match the 20-plus the points in the first half? Like, which one? I, I'm trying to figure out what we're upset about. You could be I'm upset at everything. You could be upset at the simple point that we didn't continue to be aggressive. And because of that, we didn't put up more points. We could have easily – that's why Nick came on here. The first thing he said was we could have easily got a 50-burger. The trajectory was showing if we put up 20-plus points in the first half, we should be able to do it again in the second half because they weren't doing anything to stop it. So, get, so, right. so, so hear me out. The Lions make adjustments, and Kyle doesn't readjust. What, what, why are we wrong for talking bad about Kyle? Like Kyle needs to adjust to the adjustments. And I get it. The defense didn't help out. They gave up points. But come on, man. Like, they were playing the softest freaking coverage, zone all day, new pieces out there on the field. Jared Goff was having a field day. And let's talk about the pass rush not being able to get home when it really, 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 really counted, except for the very last play of the game. Oh, when okay. It, it, when it counted, they were there. All right. All right. I get you. But it, it, but it counted the whole game, Mike, because that's why Jared Goff was tearing us a new butthole. He had time to throw the ball. And so maybe the defense was gassed. Who knows? Maybe they were a little soft. Uh, Nick Bosa came out. <laughs> maybe that changed it up a little bit. I don't know what gave Jared Goff and his coaching staff and his offensive coordinating the confidence, but Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. So Kyle Shanahan can override anything. We've watched Kyle Shanahan take out a guy, Mike, that you like, and put in a guy that they picked up off of somebody's trash can, and next thing you know, we lost to the Dolphins by 41. We gave up 41 to the Dolphins. And so all I'm saying is, and that was a Kyle move. So if Kyle can make those mistakes and make those moves and override the D.C., why can't Kyle Shanahan do what he need to do to not make sure that the rookie defensive coordinator don't get gashed? All right. I want to respond to that. 
Let me read this contribution here from Binium. Man, bump that contribution. No, I'm just playing. I just, I just want to read it. No, I want to it on the screen for a while, and I do want to take it off because our names aren't on the screen anymore. He says, how about porn star Jimmy, though? And Jimmy Garoppolo finished the game 17 of 25, 314 yards and a touchdown. Um, 12.6 yards per attempt. Uh, I, it's, this is, this, to me, this was, a, this was a solid game by Jimmy. Uh, I would like to see more touchdowns, but you guys got to remember they pulled Jimmy out and let Trey Lance complete the five-yard touchdown pass also. I mean, the passing game is a passing game. I, I don't know if I can separate Jimmy from Lance anymore, and I'm, I'm just going to look at what the quarterbacks do. Uh, and so if you look at the quarterback, they were, they were 18 of 26 for 319 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and I'm going to take that every week, especially when the run game is popping the way that it was. So I, I did like what I saw from the quarterback position, in, including Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the, the, the the first play of the game was weird. He took onus for that. I liked him owning that at the microphone. Um, you know, he made a little joke. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me about that. You know what I'm saying? It, I was just a little too anxious. I got to stay there a little bit longer and get the ball and da 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 And we heard about that happening all offseason. They said the snaps were a little bit different uh, with Alex Mack in there and all. So um, I like Jimmy. Okay, so I, I do want to answer that question. But I want to get back to what Wayne was saying. You know, Kyle has the uh, end-all, be-all say in, in, in roster moves and and personnel and all, so why can't why is he doing that to the defensive side of the ball? But let me ask you guys this question, and I I want you guys to answer me because I think I think the reason I'm not as upset as everybody else on the show right now is because I expected this, and I, that that really really factors in the, into how disappointed you are with the outcome of the game, and so I'm this is not me patting myself on the back saying oh I told y'all this was gonna this isn't that I expected this guys we had a 28 point lead. If you can't build up a cushion and take your foot off the gas, then when the hell can you do it? Why? Why like, do you have to? Well, why do you have to do it though? Because we had a twenty-eight point lead. But you don't have to court. do it, Mike. Like if you're trying to show dominance and pure dominance and add this fear factor into the league, it's not like our our reserves are that great. Obviously, we we see that they're not. It would have been different if they came in the game and they kept. They added at least seven, 14 to that, you know, to extend the lead a little bit more than the 28. They added lead. 10. But they didn't add a lot. And then you had to put your starters back in, right? Okay. Nick, let me, let me, let me ask Nick this because you're right. You are right. I'm not disagreeing with you. But, Nick, let me ask you this question. Nick, my – not Alfred, but this Nick. And then, Alfred, you can respond after. Wasn't the fear implemented when we put up 31 points in the first half? Apparently no. not. No, I don't understand. I, you don't think that put fear no, in the you're, Eagles? You're you're talking you're talking to somebody who I don't like sending people the final game of the season going into playoffs. You're you're talking to I don't ever think a starter who is making all the money should come out of a football game no matter how many points are on the board. You get paid to do a job. Go out there, continue to keep your foot on their necks, and continue to play football. I, I, I'm not with this pulling starters out because you have a comfortable lead. Injuries are going to happen. You need to take your chance and play football. Like, I, I just don't – I'm not with you on that. Like, I don't care how much we're up. Same reason I was like, I don't care how many we're up taking Jimmy Garoppolo out and putting Trey Lance in. I don't give a shit. You go in there with your team because once you start getting lackluster and pulling people out, what, like, 
What are you sending to the players? Like you're guys, like, you play 16 games, 17 games a year. Come on. You got to You. All right. I hear you. And I swear, I swear to you, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to bounce this to Alfred down here. Right. Because we were up 28 and he, and then Jason Verrett gets injured. Is that not a sign? Hey, let me take my starters out because we don't want to lose these guys for the rest of the season. We're up 28 points when Verrett gets injured. Alfred, is he really wrong? Is Kyle wrong at that point in the game? You lose your cornerback one for the rest of the freaking season. That's not the time to pull somebody in the fourth quarter. You don't you don't start taking guys like Nick Bosa out and D Ford out when you're up 28 points in the fourth quarter. I I, I, Are think, we I think I think logically, I think I think I think I get where you're coming from with it, yo. Um, and yes, so so yes, you do. Um, but the moment the mojo starts to change, they go back in. Does that make sense? Because the A, the A you secure the victory. And so I see so here's why I say that. I, I see it in basketball all the time. Now, basketball and football are two different sports. Basketball's momentum shifted just like the NFL, but basketball has less players to, 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 to savage through, right? And so with football, I really feel like it it's kind of hard to pull them out. Because each piece works off the other piece. And so, like, when you pull them out, when you pull out the unit, like, I get it. You know what? Let's rest the starters. Um, let's do this. Let's do that. We got a comfortable lead. Understood. But the moment, the scrappy team, the team, they ain't got nothing to lose. They ain't got Dookie to lose, right? I'm trying not to say any bad words. They got nothing to lose. The team, they start clawing back. The moment you see an onside kick could not go your way, <laughs> Because Mike, you're 100 correct, bro. Like those are the those are the momentum shifts, not the not the Debo thing. It's not. A, I felt like that play meant more, like Nick. But that yeah, momentum yeah. shift, the way you put it, that is the momentum shift that swung the game, right? Because they not only did they get the ball, they had good field position, and they got point, they got a touchdown out of it. Not even three points, they got a touchdown. So that was a momentum shift. But the moment the coach has to know that moment of. Oh, this something not right. It's a, like you gotta have that innate feeling saying something not right. So, so something right. I could feel I could feel an inkling of something not going our way. Guys, I need y'all to go back out there. I understand that he got hurt. I understand this is that and there, but we don't know the severity of the injury right now. And I need y'all to put y'all gang faces back on and go out there and secure this victory. And I think if he would have did that, I think it which he did in the latter part of, of the, the comeback. But I think the moment you feel like it's about to happen, the coach has to know. They have to have that gut feeling like this so, something about something about to go down. Like something don't feel right. You know, you know what I'm saying? And so yes, I, I agree with you, but I think that's when the coach has to make that decision and say, look, this ain't right. So Nick, I get it. You're right. All gas, no brakes. But when the lead is super comfortable and you feel like you can get out of there. In the fourth quarter, four scores. And you feel like you can get out of there? Then you go ahead and let them go. But the I'll moment that junk starts slipping, Nick, I'm with you, bro. Bring them suckers back in. Them guys got to come back in. Yeah, I, I want to get Alfred's thought. He's still in here with audio. He's not in here with the uh, with the microphone right now. But I want to get Alfred's thoughts. Uh, Tony's in here also. I'm going to add Tony to with the camera, you mean? Uh, I'm trying to add Tony to the stream. He keeps, like, leaving and coming back. Uh it says remove. Oh, Tony's audio only. Uh, Alfred, what do you think, man? Uh, you're, you're up. You're up four scores. 
your corner one, top five corner in the league gets injured for the season. He's done. You don't think that's the time to start pulling players? Honestly. And everybody has said we shouldn't have done it because we're using hindsight and we're looking at how they march back down the field. But as a coach, you're not doing that same thing? thing is, this isn't preseason, right? It's uh, week one, games on the line. I no, that's not true. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on really quick. Let me stop you there. The game was not on the line when he sat, guys. We were up four scores. The game was nowhere near on the line. When okay, Kyle so, all right. So, I'll rephrase that. So, we're in a good position, blah, blah, blah. We've pulled starters, and all of a sudden, the game is going, right? So, personally, me, I wouldn't have pulled the stars because we nearly shit the bed, and that's the problem. That's the problem with all of this. Um, I was worried, really worried, that we were actually going to lose the game. And that worried me, seriously. Okay. okay. And I, I think that's fair. I think that if at any point in time, and I think that's what Breezy was saying, I even think that's what Nick was saying, is that when you feel like the momentum is shifting, you got to put those guys back in. I, th I think that's what everybody was saying. Uh, is Tony still here or no? Nick, can you tell? I don't, I, I'm on my computer. Uh, Brewer, I don't know exactly what you said. You said, Mike, did you really just say that? I don't know what you were talking about, but yes, I said it. If, you, if you're asking if I said it, I did say it. Um, I can't tell if, if Tony's still a guest in here or not because I can't see. They gotta, um, he's got to unmute himself. I can't even unmute him because he muted okay. himself. So. Logan says, I personally don't like pulling starters, but I fully understand why Kyle did it, especially after the injuries. Now, how many players did we lose this game, guys? We lost, lost Mostert. We lost Verrett. There was one more. Dre Greenlaw. Greenlaw got hurt too? Groin injury. When? I missed no, I, that. I do know they pulled Greenlaw for a little bit. I know that they pulled him for a little bit. And I remember Aziz coming back in there and, and playing. Aziz came uh, out, but he came back in, and he had some good saving tackles. Charlie, oh, Warner, Charlie Warner, Dre Greenlaw. Warner. Warner. Warner was so, the guy. So I was four players. About. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm with Logan. I, 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 but, again, that's what I was saying all along. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not. I'm not arguing with anybody here. I'm trying to put myself in the coach's position. And oh, I think that against holes. That was another one. He got hurt too. Who? I missed. Yeah, that's why Fred Warner came back. Wait, who? Nick? He only put Fred Warner back in the game when Flanagan Foles got knocked out. He got knocked Kyle, out too. Oh, that was that was the win. I think that was the win knocked out of him though, right? Because Kyle said at the end of the uh, presser, he only read three names. At the beginning of his presser, he named three players who were out and didn't come back. Uh, I'll try yeah. to pull it up. He said Greenwall with a groin, uh, Mostert with a knee, and Jason Verrett with a knee. Well, he didn't even mention Jason Verrett. No, no, he did. He said he said Verrett with a knee, and he didn't return. And then he said uh, Mostert with a knee didn't return, and someone else he said didn't return also. He, he definitely named three. It was right at the beginning of the pressure. I'll play it really quick because we won't get flagged for that, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, I'll pull that up right now. We'll play that, uh, and you know, you guys just stay patient with us. Don't you know? Don't get angry. Don't get upset or anything. Um, let me. Oh, oh, oh! We don't want to hear the State Farm uh, commercial here. 
Uh, but Logan, thank you for the contribution, man. Um, you know, this is it's it's a catch twenty two. You're damned if you do and damned if you don't. If he left guys in there and we and we got more injured and we continue to dominate, if we if we won this game by twenty one points, thirty points, thirty one points, and we lost those same three guys, everybody would be saying, why were they in for so long? I just feel like Kyle's catching a raw deal right here. And I'm, I swear to God, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just putting myself in the coach's I, position. I don't understand how you can I, – like, I, like I, I disagree with that, Mike. Like, players right. players are um, – they're football players and they're meant to play the game, right? The whole game. They prep to play the whole 60 minutes. That's what we ask for players to do. If they get hurt, they get hurt. There's no, like – you don't know if they're going to get hurt. So, like, you don't know when to pull them out. Like, like I don't think you pull guys out. I just don't think you pull guys out. If, no, if, no, no, but he, he didn't start pulling people be, until after Verrett got hurt. I don't think you pull guys out due to injury. Now, if you're going to pull guys out because you got a comfortable lead and you want to give some reps to some of the other players, that's different. That's what he did. You pulled him out. You just said he pulled him out because of injury. He saw the injury and said, oh, shit, right. let me My not risk anybody. Is, so. but, I, but I feel like you missed. So what I'm saying is, you know, I don't say I don't think you should pull guys out because the person just gets injured, I think you should pull them out. Like if, like, let's say Jason Verrett didn't get injured and we were up by 28 points. Then if you'd want to start pulling your starters, you pull your starters. You know what I'm saying? Give them some rest. Get the younger so you're guys. you're saying in. don't react. Let that be part let of the game. Let that be part. There you go. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And like I said, I'm not trying to argue with nobody. I just want to see if we're all on the same page or not. That's all. Here's Kyle right at the beginning of the presser. I'm going to play guys, now. Um, injuries. We had Raheem uh, with a knee, didn't return. Um, Greenlaw groin, um, didn't return. And Barrett knee, also didn't return. There you go. So Greenlaw, Barrett, and, and Mostert. So uh, that's that here. Um, and then here's another contribution here. Uh, Nick, do me a favor. Take this. One. I'm going to run inside and grab something really quick. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to turn my camera off. I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear it. McBain says, I agree with Mike. This was just a perfect storm of circumstances that didn't go into our favor. It's something to learn from. I don't, I don't understand what they're talking about. I don't know either. I think the pooling, I, I look, I'm not going to sit here and continue to beat a dead horse. Like to me, Kyle Shanahan even said himself, I got a little scared when Jason Verrett went down and I started pulling people and I shouldn't have done that. He literally said that himself, the coach. So I don't understand why people are saying that he's right. He's not right. He pulled people as soon as somebody got injured because he was scared. Like you can't Tony, what's up, my guy. I like that sweatshirt, that hoodie. Um, What's up, buddy? That, Thanks. Like, yeah, no worries. I, I'm just, I don't know. Tony, what are your thoughts on this game, man? Uh, it's I don't know where to begin. Uh, I thought we were impressive. I, let's go to the positives. I think the offensive line played a hell of a game. Uh, I think you saw why Kyle went after Alex Mack. He really solidified the... The offensive line overall helped Jimmy when he would can out of a play. He would switch the protection on the line. Um, I think it really took a lot off of Jimmy where Jimmy could just focus on playing the quarterback position instead of being like the manager or the coach on the field to switch protections and read, uh, switch pull-out coverages and stuff. So I think that 
that's a huge plus. I think Trent Williams had a hell of a game. I think McGlinchey had a hell of a game, minus the one play where they got the sack off the edge. Um, a major concern is our defensive line, I think, uh, for a position that was very deep and was talked about the most in the offseason. I do think it was a little scary, uh, especially in the run game. You know, you're talking we had two, three, four deep at the interior, and they pretty much got smoked in the beginning of the game. Um, D'Amico Ryans, I'm a little concerned about. Uh, I don't know what he was doing. Whatever he did in the preseason looks totally different than what he showed today um, in a bad way. Uh, and as far as, like, the, the putting the players in and stuff like that, like you guys were just talking about, my thing is if we have a – which we did, a 28-point lead, a four-touchdown lead at one point in this game. In my opinion, D4 should not be on the field. Guys that are coming off a big serious injury should not be on the field because you're risking – something I, I know they make big money i know that's their job they have to play i i agree with that 100 percent. but a 28 point lead i me personally i'm not putting d ford out there i wouldn't put bosa out there because of their circumstance with coming off the injury that's just how i feel but i mean like if there if there's players that are healthy you know you let them run with it but my thing is, God forbid something happens to like a major player, and we're up twenty-eight nothing. Everyone's gonna ask the media, everybody, the fan base. Why was he out there with a twenty-eight point lead? So it's it's kind of like you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Um, it's really sad what happened to Verrett because I really thought that he would have a big year this year with that pass rush. thought it would be but i don't know it's just a tough situation and i i agree i agree with you on that i agree that if it's guys that are coming off major injuries that are on a snap count yes but you don't pull fred warner out because you're afraid of injury so the only way a guy can be set if we have a comfortable lead is if they if they had previous injuries Th those two guys were on snap counts mike coming into the game D4 That's was already on the snap count. Fred Warner is not on snap count. You don't sit your that. middle linebacker. I understand what you're saying, and I'm 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 not talking about the injured guys. I'm asking you a very specific question. So what you're saying is, and I'm trying to make sure we're on, I'm understanding you. The only you think, way a player do you think can, the media do you think the media is going to ask the 49ers why was Jason Verrett out there with a four point with a four uh, touchdown lead? No, they're not going to. They asked that. If if Defo, D Ford and Nick Bosa got injured again when they were coming off major injuries, absolutely one hundred percent. They are not going to give a shit about asking about why was Jason Barrett out there because they expect Jason Barrett out there. Yes, I'm, not, exactly. I'm not asking about our media. I'm not asking about our media. I'm asking you a direct question. So what you I want to know if what you're saying is the only time you should pull a starter is if they have shown a history of injury. It's regardless not a history of injury. It's not a history of injury, Mike. They just came off major injuries. Yeah, I, you have yeah, depth is, at your so, thing. So you that's the only time. So that's the only time you should pull a starter is if they're just coming off an injury. Nick, you don't believe that. It depends you don't on the believe that, Nick. Bro, when have I ever said pull a guy when you're up? 
When have I ever said that? I don't because, even believe in sitting guys on. And I'm, 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 I'm putting you on the spot now. You've never said it because I've never asked the question before. I'm asking you right now. We were up with four minutes in the game, four touchdowns, bro. They had, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't sniff the end zone. They couldn't sniff the end zone all game long. And now I'm asking you a very direct question. If we're up four scores with four minutes left in the game, you're telling me the only time of the only players that should be pulled are the ones that are coming off of major injuries? Those are the only players that should be pulled. You don't believe that, bro. I, I don't not believe a single, Not played. a single one of y'all watching or on this panel believe that. Not a single one of y'all believe that, bro. Okay. I'm not. I want you to tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. I don't give. I don't want anybody to leave the the field. If you're getting paid money to play, you go out there and you play. You pay. And that has you're been paid money chance. to win. That has been my stance ever. I don't even agree with sitting on people if you have the number one seed locked up, Mike. So don't. You're, you're coming at me for a guy that doesn't even agree with player starters sitting, going in even if you have the first division locked up because I don't want to see players get lackluster like they did in Baltimore or like That's they do the in same. LA. That's not, not the same. same. It's not the same. I'm okay. gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why it's not the same. Because we saw we saw the Ravens have the number one seed locked up two weeks by the end of the season, right? The Ravens had the number one seed locked up in week 15. They sat their players in week 17. They had the bye week, and then they came out cold and they got smoked in the first round of the playoff. I'm with you. Don't sit those guys. But in a game, let's say those same Ravens player played in week 17 and they're up 30 points. You're not sitting your starters and get ready, getting them ready for the postseason. You're, you're lying if you say that's true. You are lying if you say okay. that's true. Nick. We'll see. We'll see. There because I have never once. There are 31 not, points in the fourth quarter. You, I, you're telling me you're still running week, out there. This is not week, I this see, is not week I see 17, and this is not the postseason. This is week one, and you're trying to put your imprint on this season. So this and is we not were, week. But, but, but you want to continue to be like, What would you have said if we lost this game? You wouldn't we have said up. you shouldn't have taken people out? We weren't. We were never in danger of losing this game. Bullshit. No bullshit, my not ass. Not one time, not one time with the starters out there were we in danger of losing this game. The starters allowed 17 points this entire game. That's a fact. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. The starters on defense allowed 17 points. That's not an opinion. That's what happened, bro. So, so if okay. So if it, never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to keep beating a dead horse. No, talk to me because no. you guys are saying stuff, but I'm telling you that you guys don't agree with what you're saying. You're just being, I agree you with what are, I'm you saying. You're trying right to now. tell me that I don't agree with what I'm saying. You're yes, trying to continue keep going. I agree with what I'm saying. It's week one. You don't pull your starters because you're afraid of injury. You don't what? do it. Kyle Shanahan said himself, I should not have done that because I got caught up with the injury on Jason Barrett and got scared and pulled my players. He said himself he was wrong. I don't care. You would have done the same thing in that situation. Okay. I know. Well, you I know bite. what he said. I understand what he said. That's the, that's the coach falling on the sword. That's what he's supposed to do. Hey, guys, I fucked up. I, I shouldn't have pulled everybody. The game got closer than what I thought it was going to. Okay? You guys don't expect this, the backups to go out there and be just as good as the as the back as the starters. You and know that's what I why they were able to come back. I wonder the what it's like. The reason they were able to come back is because the backups were out there. The starters allowed 17 points. And if this is a game that we're heading into, if this is week 18, the final week of the season, we got that we got our seed locked up, we got nothing to play for, and we're up four scores in the fourth quarter. You want every single starter on the bench, and you know it. 
You know it. I, I agree. I wait, wait, you said it was four minutes left in the fourth quarter when he pulled anybody. That fourth quarter seemed like it was an eternity, so I just totally lost time and, like, track of time. I'm so, only saying that because that's what that's what the contribution said. I don't know the exact time. It could have right, been so, six minutes. It could have been it could have been okay, seven so minutes. We were up four scores in the fourth quarter. Hypothetically, let's say it's six six minutes. I tell you left what. It, left I, I'll I'll give you factual. No, I'll give you factual. No, no, really no, quick. it's fine. It's fine. Just say hypothetically, it's six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and you have a twenty-eight point lead. It was it was seventeen. I, it, it was seventeen to thirty-eight in the in the fourth quarter to start. Seventeen thirty-eight. What to start the fourth? It was seventeen. 38 to start the fourth quarter. All right, so 15 minutes at, with a 28-point lead. I mean, now, you, you, now, now, now lie to me and tell me you want all your starters out there still. I just, I, I guess, I, I, dare, just I dare one of y'all to lie to me and say you still want them out there. I do. I, Bro, I, I expect, my, I expect the starters to play the whole game. Asking. I don't sub. Get, I, I expect them to play the game. I'm sorry, Mike. So you can say what you want. You can yell at who you want. He but can keep, I, I expect keep my going because play. we don't agree with his opinion. It's his I, opinion. Yeah, I, I get, I get it. I'm, I'm just asking for y'all opinion. That's all. And we've given it. We, we've like said, we've said it. So I, did, so I want y'all to officially what, go on record saying that if we're up, we already officially went on record, dude. I'm not, I'm already on it. this record. I'm not doing this with you. Okay. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> all right. I, I hear it. I hear it now. Now, now, next game when we're blowing somebody out and they get hurt on the last drive. I don't yo. want to hear, oh, that player should not Who have been in there. Who is Jameis Winston, Mike? Because you, yo, did you pick this dude? What I tell you. Did you tell And I got him in the fantasy league. What I tell you. I'm sorry. He just threw a bomb touchdown. But, my, but it's cool. And listen, guys, I respect all of your opinions. I swear to God I do. I swear I respect everybody's opinion on here. And, Nick, I do know that you are the guy that says, why are we doing this? I know that about you, Nick. But I'm telling you that we're using hindsight and we're letting that cloud our judgment right now. Because I, I don't feel like I'm using hindsight because personally, I just I if if they pulled if he pulled his starters, I get it. But he's pulling his starters because of injury, and I and I understand the logic in it, right? But I that's not something that I would do. Like if I was a head coach. I'm playing my players because it's it's a football game, and I and, and, no. and I get it. Hold and on. people are going to get on. injured. The Packers have benched Aaron Rodgers. Why? He's paid to start because he's rookie. Like what's what's the score in that game? They're it's getting their three, three to thirty-eight like three interceptions. So no, it's not the same thing. Why not? He's paid to start. He should be out there starting and playing. So if you're playing according like shit, you, Nick, according to you, there's like no shit, situation. That a starter should not be on the field, right? Oh my God, are you serious right now? Isn't that what you just said? Green Bay is losing. And? They're getting their asses stomped because so a player is playing like shit. That's a different story, Mike. That has nothing a, to do with pulling your guys because of an injury. How much time up. is left in that game? Oh my God. I'm asking what? Oh my God, what? How much time is left in the game? I don't know. I don't know. It's nobody. Not nobody wants to answer me now, right now. It's I, I said. I just said. I. I don't fucking know because it's not showing me. That's what I, I said. I'll, I'll ask Google. I'll find out how much time is left in the game. And I'm in the first point. place. And I'm going to prove a point right do. here. Saints versus Packers. It's ten minutes. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
Now listen to this. Here we go. Now here's the catch 22. I love a live time ass whooping right here. It's nine minutes and 15 seconds left in the game. Okay. Now y'all telling me, because this is exactly what happened with the Niners. It's exactly what happened with the Niners. They came back. They came back. This is exactly what happened with the Niners. And it was less time than this. Now That's tell me why Aaron exactly Rodgers shouldn't be out there. To the Niners. Tell me why Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be out there, bro. That is not they're losing. So he should be out there. They're not winning. It's a different it's a different scenario. So how how oh, is it how so, is it so, oh, wait wait I got it. So the losing team has the right to bench their players. The starting team has to keep their starters out there and risk injury. That's what right. you're saying. That makes more sense you think, to you? You think you think Aaron Rodgers got benched because he's Aaron Rodgers? I don't care why he got benched. I'm asking you if you agree with it. No, I don't. Ah. Now they now you're being consistent, and that's what I want to hear. No, you I said no, I don't agree with him being I benched. That's that. all I, I said Aaron Rodgers should not have been benched. I already I didn't said hear you that. say that. I missed I it. Said, I, Aaron, I don't care. He's they're losing. He is the star quarterback on that team okay. to win a football game. Should not be sitting. Dang, Nick, I am sorry. Already? I did not hear you say that. I thought you said it's different because they're losing. I apologize. So my bad. I thought no, you he's said saying, he's saying the reason why they benched him is because they're losing. And that's what, what I'm saying said. is, but that's what he's, but that's what he said. He didn't say he would bench Aaron Rodgers. You get what I'm saying? Say he's that saying, again. He's saying the reason why Aaron Rodgers is benched is because they're getting their ass whipped, and he's right? playing like shit, and it's wrong. You don't right. pull a guy but, out. But you Nick don't pull is not a guy saying when you're losing. He's not saying that I would bench Aaron Rodgers. He expects him to be right. out there. He said, to get he's it. saying why the coach benched him. Right. But I wanted Nick to say I would not bench him. And he did say that. He just said that. So I don't have anything else to argue about. That's what that's what I wanted to hear. That he wouldn't bench Aaron Rodgers in that situation. Because it, to me, it doesn't make sense that the winning team can't sit their starters, but the losing team can. That, no, so I thought I you were contradicting yourself. Any starter, yeah. whether you're yeah. winning or losing, should not leave the football field, especially when you're losing. Oh, so it's even worse what they're doing. Yeah, like why? Like why are you pulling like Okay, no, no, now you're you're consistent. I my bad. I completely missed it. I missed you saying I did not hear you say that. I promise. So my bad, my bad. All right, I was gonna say because I was about to get on you, bro. Don't tell me that because ten minutes is way more time than what Jared Goff had, and he brought them back four touchdowns down. He brought it back to a one possession game. Aaron Rodgers can't do that. So I'm with you. Don't bench him. Get out there and, and earn that paycheck. Like well, that's what you've been saying the whole time. Earn that paycheck. That's okay. So we're on the same page. My bad. My my apologies. Brandon is saying we missed his contribution. Can anybody scroll up and see a contribution? This is the last one I see here. And it yeah, says God. But let me keep scrolling. I don't see anything else. So I'm sorry. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm sorry. Um, Guys, are there any more negatives that y'all want to talk about? Because I swear to God there was a ton of positives in this game. And by the way, when you bench all your starters on defense, the opposing starting team should start to score. That's that's expected, right? That's common sense. All, yeah, so yeah. I, that's why I don't think that it was such a big deal. Now, what happened, what really changed the game for us, it wasn't it wasn't so much what the defense did. It was the special teams turnover, and it was the Debo fumble. So that was that was like the really really crucial thing that could have been really bad for us, because. Without those I mean, turnovers, without they they scored on one of them. They scored on one of those two. That was the the George Kittle off the face mask thing. They got the touchdown on that one. That made it a one possession. Correct. Right. So 
what I'm saying is when you pull your starters, you expect to give. You expect to give something, right? You expect to give them some yards or some points or whatever when you pull your starters. I think I think I think we all agree to that, right? Yeah. Hey, 49ers Lakers, you're right. We spent an hour on one thing. That's what the overreaction show is. And by the way, it ain't been no hour. Okay, we only been on for an hour and ten minutes. Don't do that, Nick. I see you. And I saw you try to do the little shrug, like hey, hey I tried to tell him. Shut up, Nick. Shut up, yo, Nick. I'm just saying. There, yo, I do have one negative. I don't know if it's a negative or not, but you know that I'm a big I'm very hard on Fred Warner. And Ooh, I don't think Fred dude, Warner played well. Just today. Got rocked. I know God. that uh, Fred Warner led the team in tackles, if I'm not mistaken. But but what else did you want to see from him? I, I tell you what I wanted to see from actually no, let me shut up. You tell me what you want to see from Fred Warner. No, I just I just think oh he said Brandon Trejo was this was his contribution. If the finals 41-17 and JV gets injured, what's the story? Shanahan should have pulled starter. I don't agree with that though. And I won't ever agree with that. Guys, and I, I everybody like would have said the same thing. I just everybody would have said the same I, thing. I just feel like we just need to accept that injuries are gonna happen. Like at the end of the day, they're gonna happen. So why do we? Why are we crying about injuries? Like they're gonna. That's happen. why you build your team with depth. That's your and that's job why, as a coach. And that's why you got to be on the waiver wire. Like if you don't play fantasy football and understand what GMs have to do, you got to be looking for the next man up. That's the name of the game. Cats that start the season typically don't always end the season, and so injuries are gonna come, yo. So at this point, I've I've come to fruition with just accepting injuries it sucks that it's to our starting number one cornerback you know it would suck if it happened to our starting quarterback it would suck if it happens to anybody even on people on the practice squad injuries are they suck but they happen and so you just got to figure out what's the best way to manage through the injuries and so going forward we got to figure it out and the game you can't just pull your team out again because somebody got injured. What if everybody get injured then you have nobody to play with? Like, what are you going to do? So, like, at the end of the game, we just got to go out there. Our guys got to go out there, play football, continue to make plays. As far as Fred Warner is concerned, I wanted to touch on whoever commented about the Fred Warner. Guys, he was all over the field, man. And then they were playing this weird zone coverage to where everything was underneath. They were deep. They were giving up those underneath routes, but they were trying to attack back on the guy. So Fred Warner didn't make super interception, full force fumble type of plays, but he made tackles. But there so was like, a lot of times. There was a lot of times that he wasn't even covering the T.J. Hawkinson. Like they right. were using K, they, they were, were using K. Williams, and I think, and in my opinion, I love Shark, but he looks slow as shit today. It's not even about him being slow. There's no way he's covering that tight end. Right, so you put a you put a you put guy a who played safety. Safety. That's what I'm saying. Like, why was not? That's why I'm upset with Fred Warner. Like, why was he not on coverage unit today? Because that's the scheme, bro. That's not him. That's, that's what I was gonna say. And Nick, I don't know if you remember at halftime. I said that. Why did I see Barrett tackling Hawkinson so much in the first half? I said that exact thing to you. If Fred Warner's supposed to be this good guy in coverage, good guy in the run game, why isn't he covering their best weapon? The tight end, the linebacker, that is a matchup. Why wasn't yeah. it happening? That's exactly what I said at the half during the halftime show. So I'm with you. I was gonna say what would you have liked to see different, but that that you answered it. That's exactly yeah. what it was. I'm glad I didn't say it. That's perfect. That is perfect. I wanted to see Fred Warner say, you know what? I'm not gonna let TJ Hawkinson take this game over. I'm gonna get him. I got him. 
Now, I understand he can't make his own play calls. That's on D'Amico and that's on the coaching staff. But wh- why? Like, what else do we need to see? Hawkinson was all over the place, man. He was all over the place. He was their main target until now, the end. And they started putting hard on him. I'm sorry, 49 Giant Warrior with a $5 contribution says, every sport they bench the starters with a big lead. Have the 49ers been losing so much y'all forgot? He's talking to y'all. They don't start baseball, so don't come at me with every sport. They don't bench players in baseball with Jeez. big leagues. They don't. They don't bench players in baseball. What happens is they look for certain different matchups, and if they feel they got certain guys that could come in, they rotate guys and they go to different things, but there's not really a benching in baseball. As far as basketball, if you were listening to the show – 49er giant warriors earlier i made that comparison and i said they do that in basketball as well it's just a different number of players you're talking about five players to 11 players that's a big difference like you know what i'm saying benching five to benching 11 that's that's six that's a whole difference and plus the chemistry in football with one piece makes the machine work you take certain pieces out there's going to be some issues of some miscommunication Right, you even saw in the starting defense when Jimmy Ward, who did he, who was he yelling at and yapping at with the miscommunication? Was it Jason Verrett? It was somebody, and it was like a miscommunication on a play, um, on the defense. And and so this is the reason why you don't want to take your starters out because if the starters are miscommunicating, can you imagine what the non-starters are going to do? People keep talking about Ambry Thomas and how he got burnt and toasted, or whatever. How about the one play I saw Ambry Thomas get beat on? Wasn't every time his fault. Dude was covering the dude, and that was just a beautiful throw drop over the other shoulder of the wide receiver. How do you defend that? Help me out. Do I need to call Eric Crocker? Because I have no idea. He turned his head around. He was on the ball. He was going to try to make a play on the ball, and the ball was just over. And that's when uh, what's your boy Dante Johnson gave up the touchdown on the next play. And so That was good ball placement on that throw. Thank you. Like, that was beautiful I, I, ball I, I, placement. I couldn't hear Tony. What did he say? That was good ball placement on that throw. Yeah, yeah, no. Sometimes you just get beat by the yeah by the throw. You know. Oh shit! It's a dragon trying to eat me. The dragon. <laughs> we got another contribution here from Kevin, uh, and he says to prevent. Uh, they went prevent with the second squad. Ryan changed the play style with a different unit. You can still play aggressive with the second unit on D. This is something that, you know. This is this is what I thought was happening. But no, I, I don't I don't like the way they use Ambry Thomas as well. They let Dinamador Lenore play press. If you watch the game, he was pressed up on, on the wide receiver the whole game. That's Ambry Thomas's strength. Why do they always tell him to play back off of the wide receiver? Like I don't I don't understand why he's playing Richard Sherman depth when he doesn't have to play Richard Sherman depth. If he plays more press coverage and that man, if they allow him to play that more, he'll probably be winning more and, and not allowing these guys to get open on certain plays. Personally, I think that would have been the play call, even if the starters were in there. The problem is that we were expecting the backups to execute it just as good. I think we would have I'm, went I'm just talking about, no, no, I'm just I, talking I, about no. what I see from what I've been seeing from Ambry Thomas from camp all the way up until mm-hmm. now. His strength is press man. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's his I see, strength. I, see what you're saying. I can't speak he to that because I wasn't paying that much attention. So I, He I get struggles in zone. How do I know? Well, Don Brown don't play zone. 
He never played it, right? That's not his strength. And so that that was my that was my great. Now we got this post here from Seth Walder. 49ers cornerback Diamandu Lenore as a nearest defender. Per NFL next gen stats. 55 coverage snaps. Four targets, one reception, three yards allowed. Number wise, that's quite the debut for a fifth round rookie. Guys, I mean, I, I know that there's a lot. I know you guys, were, we've been talking about the negatives for the first hour and 20 minutes, but this has got to be a bright spot. Is Lenore better than what we thought he was going to be? I, I mean, it I, appears. I, go ahead, Tony. No, no, go, go, Wayne. You're good. You're good. It appears to be like he's better, but we still don't know because, I mean, who are the wide receivers he was covering? Uh, like, I, like, you got to factor that in there. When you, when you talk about that, so we'll, we'll let's let's kind of take him game by game. I like what we're seeing. I like the production you're getting from Lenore, but let's see what happens when he got has to cover DeAndre Hopkins or or, or Christian Kirk or, or just a different set of wide receivers and how he fares up. If he passes those tests, he's as good as golden, man. That's a fifth round steal. I like That's the not- way when we drafted him. I like I, I said this. I like the way he's wired. He's that corner. He like the mentality. His mentality. If you want to build a corner, you want to use his mentality. He'll get in your face. Make you get. If he gets beat or he gives up a catch, he'll brush it off and come right back and do the same thing again. That's the type of mentality you want in a corner. And I think that's why his transition from Oregon and being a sixth round, fifth round pick is it, it's coming to the NFL. It's a smoother transition because he has the ability to say, "Oh shit, whatever. I gave that up." This one, no one's getting nothing on me. That's what you want. I don't care who was it against. <laughs> the kid played. Like, I mean, you know, Wayne, you said it before, like, with the whole Trey Lance stuff. I don't care if it's first, second, third stringers out there. They're NFL players, like you guys say. So, the kid came out there in a debut, and it wasn't too big for him. It doesn't matter who he's going up against. You got to remember, just think about all the nerves this kid probably had. It's his first NFL game. It's an away game. He's starting. Wasn't expecting to be starting, right? You know, I mean, you would think that they probably think they want to start, but most rookies don't, you know, unless you're a first-round pick, you don't really start. Um, but the kid held his own. He came out there and played, and give him props, man. It, it, is, it is definitely – the kid has – the aspiration to get better, and I think he will get better in the NFL. I mean, I do, I do agree with Wayne on the who. The who does make a difference because we watch our our corner two give up double digit passes to Hopkins, and we said, yeah, well, but that was Hopkins. So the who absolutely makes a difference, right? Like, can we all agree on that? I think so, but yeah. The, the who does make a difference. Um, now, you don't want them. Now, if he if he put up those numbers and he was on Hopkins all game, we'd be like, oh, shit, we exactly. got CB1 right here. Exactly. exactly. You know what I'm saying? But we, we do, we do as a fan base, we have made excuses for players based off of who they are going up against. You know what I'm saying? Now, this game, there was no who. The name didn't matter. Uh, and that was to Nick's point. It didn't matter because, you know, it was it was whoever they had starting at the time. But they didn't have that guy over there. You know, they tearing my ankle up. Uh, they, they didn't have that guy out there. And so that that does make a difference. That does play into it a little bit. Uh, not much. I understand what Nick is saying, but 
for the most part, these guys are all starters for a reason. I, I understand what Nick was saying, but the who absolutely does make a difference. I just thought that was good for Diamador Lenore. Uh, I thought that he had a, a really good game. There's a couple of players I thought had really good games. I'm, I'm a little confidence upset. booster. That's what it is for uh, for Diamador Lenore. It's a confidence booster. It's gonna make for him sure. want to play even better. Like that's for what sure. it is. For sure. You know, and we all talked about this is a perfect game to start Trey Lance. Like this was a perfect game to get Diamador Lenore out there to start and get that under his belt. Real play, like game playing time, and I'm I'm happy that the Niners made that decision over Dante Johnson. Because I really thought Dante Johnson was going to start. But they made the choice of Diamond Lenore. I like that. Okay. And you you remember during our, our preview shows and everything, I said this is the perfect game for us to get a rookie out there to see what they've yeah. got because they don't have any threatening wide receivers. So, again, the who is coming into play. Now, we wouldn't have said that, at least in my opinion, if it was a team with the DK Metcalf or the – you know, I'm not – how tall is Diamond Anybody five, off the top of your head? Five ten or eleven, I think. I think he's five nine, five ten. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's I, six. I don't four. want him on a six four DK Metcalf. You get what I'm saying? I would prefer Dante Johnson on him just because of the size matchup. But you know that that's me and my personal preference. Who the hell am I? Um, but yeah, so I want to ask you guys this. Give me an offensive and defensive player of the game for you guys. And I know it's gonna be hard because we we did a lot today. We spread the ball around, uh, and keep in mind. Uh, when we bench players, don't let that, you know, cloud your judgment. Uh, a guy did go off, uh, but what, what are your guys' thoughts on the on the game so far? Uh, offense and defense players of the game. I like Why don't Dre, we go? Go No, go ahead, Tony. I defensively, I like what Drake Greenlaw did. I think he had one hell of a game. He's flying all over the field, making overfield tackles. I know he missed one, but then the interception and return for a touchdown. I thought I, I thought he looked really solid today. And it's very encouraging to see him take that next step. Um, offense. Oh, um, fuck it. I'll go out and say it. I think Jimmy Garoppolo had a hell of a game today. I really do. I think I think that the Niners finally identified that they really did need to improve the center position, and it took a lot of weight off of Jimmy's shoulders, and it just allowed him to focus on playing quarterback instead of playing like you know the manager and stuff like I said earlier but my thing is I don't know why Kyle Shanahan waited so long for to move him around in the pocket rather than just dropping him back all the time like he did previously there's a night and day difference when you can move him outside a little bit even if it's like two yards from the center like to the left or to the right even if he goes to the hash it gives the the, the off the receiver to give an extra second to get open, take that extra step open and make it easier to throw for Jimmy. And that's what I thought stood out today. So, you know, he had a great game, I think. Um, I, 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 would, I would give him the ball, yeah. I would give him a game ball. My big concern is what the hell happened to Ayuk? Ayuk is still hindering with that hamstring, he said. Then what the hell was he doing back returning a punt? I, I just don't think – this was IU's game. That's all. That could yeah, be me. Mike, that's he was me. not on the field at all except for that punt return. Yeah, um, I just I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think this was his game. No, I that's think all. he took some snaps, didn't he? Oh, I didn't yeah, see him. I saw Sherfield. I saw Jennings before him. Kyle what? said something that I thought was very interesting at the presser. He said that <laughs> he said Sherfield earned the reps over IU. Yep, he did. He said that. He, those were his words. This is not me, you know, 
expounding on anything. Those were his words uh, that Sherfield earned those reps over Ayuk. I thought that was telling, you know, um, and we got to remember that Ayuk didn't have the offseason. Why were you looking at Tony Scratch? What is happening right now? Oh, there we go. Um, we, you know, he didn't have an offseason last year. Um, he came in and just went right to it. There was no preseason. Um, and, you know, we got we got to keep that in mind. And Sherfield, like it or not, I know it's not been, you know, five, six years, but Sherfield is a veteran. Sherfield is a guy that has been around in the NFL. He's been around for a couple of off seasons and things like that, and he knows what it takes to prepare and get ready for a new game and a new system and things like that. Um, and we all were very excited. We thought that we upgraded wide receiver three in Sherfield. Ayuk is going to get his reps. He's going to get his snaps. He's going to get his starts and all that, right? But I, I like what Kyle did. Let me go out here and run with the guys that are ready now. Uh, let the young guys sit down and relax and put them back there. Now, I I liked it. I liked it. But before we elaborate on that more, uh, Wayne and Nick, I got to get your guys um, I got to get your guys' answers for the players of the game on both sides of the ball. Tony, did you give? Oh, he's at, he's at Greenlaw. He's at yeah, Greenlaw he's at and Greenlaw. Jimmy. Greenlaw and Jimmy. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Elijah Mitchell offensively mm. and defensively. Uh, Elijah Mitchell finished the game with 19 carries, 104 yards, 38 was along in a touchdown. 5.5 yards a pop, bro. 5.5 yards a pop. Yeah, I'm going with Elijah Mitchell. I like this kid. I like I that. I, I really like this kid. You guys, I mean, I've been saying, I think, you know, obviously. Um, but defensively, I'm going to go with a guy that I'm going to go with Contavious Street. I thought Contavious had, while he didn't have a whole lot of run game, I think he could have got better. I think he could have got better in the run game, but uh, his pressures were there. His push was there. He didn't get home all the time, but I thought he had a hell of a game for being back. Like, this is the continuous streak that I've been looking for. So it's not that he was the most dominant defensive player out there that I'm giving the game ball, but this is the guy that I've been looking for all these years that he's been here and coming back. We're, we're finally seeing what that pedigree of continuous streak could be. Three tackles, two assists, <clears throat> one sack. I'm not mad at that, Nick. I like that. I like that a lot, man. All right, Wayne, it's on you, bro. Give me an offensive player and a defensive player. Uh, well, also, offensive player, I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, wide receiver one, Debo Samuel. Yes, sir. That's where I was gonna right. go. I like it. All right. Uh, and and Debo finished the game with nine yards. Yeah. On nine, twenty-one yards per. Yeah. Now, now he did have that seventy-nine yard one. That kind of skews those numbers a lot, he's right? Still, but he's still gonna have hundred and ten yards. Yeah, man. It's, he still got the bitches, right? Exactly. And and the touchdown. So uh, now he did have that fumble that kind of blemished it, and people are going to, oh, he shouldn't drop the ball in the clutch situation and all that, but it is what it is. Okay, right. he's only a third-year player. I mean, give it to him, right? I like that. I like it. Uh, and defensively, um, uh, I'm going with D. Ford, man. I'm going to go with D. Ford, man. I thought, I thought D. Ford, he had a sack. He had plenty yes, of pressures. This is a guy that no one said he was going to play again, even though I kept saying he'll be back. Uh, D. Ford is, is here. Let, he got through this game. 
Um, I'm hoping he gets his rest and treatment and all that stuff because if we're getting and not only did we see D Ford, we saw a lot of D Ford. I thought D Ford was going to be rotational, point snap count, all this type of stuff. We saw D Ford in on a lot of third downs, a lot of downs, and so. I'm thinking that this guy is only going to get healthier and healthier, even though I, that sounds weird uh, during the football season, but he's getting his football legs back. D Ford was definitely a bright spot on this team. Uh, and I think him being back is, is one of the reasons why we had that 28 point lead. That yeah. Point. And, you know, and he sealed he the deal. The, <laughs> yeah. He had the one tackle. He had the one sack. And, you know, um, what, what's interesting is what you said. He played more snaps than you thought. Uh, Nick gave us an over/under. I don't know where Nick is. I was going to ask him what his number was, but uh, he's not—he's not here right now. But you know, uh, D. Ford was out there. He got dinged up a little bit. He said he twisted his uh, ankle just a little bit. He said, "But that's football stuff. Nothing to worry about. I'm good to go. I'm ready to come back." Uh, so that was—that was very uh, positive. Um, my players of the game. I'm going to go with Debo Samuel on the offensive side of the ball again for all the reasons that Wayne said. Um, and you know what I liked the most about Debo was after the after the fumble. Um, you know, we we saw his face because this is what this is what the NFL does in a close game. If you turn the ball over, you make a mistake, you jump off sides, whatever. They show your face between every snap. Like, hey, if they score, this is on you, right? And Debo was down on one knee, helmet on the ground, and he was locked in. He was channeling all his energy to the defensive players. Guys, I fucked up. Hold me down. Hold me down. That's the that's the energy that he was given to that defense during that drive. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't fall on deaf ears. He went out to the podium after the game. He said, that was on me. I messed up. You know, I, I just didn't see him. I thought there was nobody over there. And, you know, he, he surprised me. He popped the ball out. He owned it. You know, it's, it's one thing to have a good game and then say, oh, well, you know, it was a bad throw. Now, he did say something about a bad throw, but that's another story for another time. Uh, but he said, you know, we got to catch those passes. We got to come down with him and we got to keep it moving so my offensive guy is going to be Debo I like his mindset yeah uh, in addition to what he put up on the field his mindset was very very impressive to me and I'm going to go with on defense this might come as a surprise to you guys but Aziz Al-Shayer yeah. he didn't have any sacks he didn't have any interceptions but Aziz made some very impressive one-on-one -on -one tackles today he had some good uh third down tackles today um I was very very impressed I felt like they targeted him thinking he was the soft spot between Greenlaw and Warner, let's target this guy. And Aziz made them pay for it a couple of times. I like what the young man showed. Uh, and, you know, he the, his biggest tackle of the game came late in the game, and uh, he stood up and just – that was it. He didn't talk shit. He didn't look to the team for high fives or nothing like that. He stood up. He looked at the player on the ground, and then he walked away. Again, we're talking about mindset here. This is stuff that will permeate throughout the rest of the team Throughout the rest, of, throughout the rest of the season, I like that a lot. And what I saw in Aziz Al Shayer tonight, stepping up big time. He had to fill in a couple of spots. People don't realize how much he moved around uh, in the linebacker room today, uh, from playing the Mike to the Sam and and back to the Will. He moved around a lot, and he never flinched. So my my hat tip goes to Aziz Al Shayer. Those were all. Uh, every, everybody's right in their own right. You know what I'm saying? You guys all have valid reasons for your guys. But that just shows you the depth of this team. You know, even throughout the injuries, we all name different guys on the defensive side of the ball. That tells you that this team is really good and we're ready to keep this thing moving. But I want to know, we talked about the negatives, guys. Guys, we got to win. The Niners are 1-0. and We started on the road. 
I don't know if you guys remember, but last year we started at home against the Cardinals, and it didn't it didn't end this way. It did not end this way. There are some positives to take away from here. I want to know some more positives from you guys. Let's can we can we dig deep? Can we find some positives to leave the faithful with before we end this show? A po- one positive I noticed was definitely like you, like I wanted to touch on this before you moved on for as far as with Debo. You're seeing a lot of maturity with this team. You're seeing like a lot of the young guys take that step and grow up and and, and you know when they screw up, they take it. They wear it. Yeah, I did it. Let's get it back. That's a big positive. Uh, as far as the offense in general, I think that <laughs> minus the first snap, I think that offense was looking pretty damn good. Um, I think Debo, like your player of the game, had an excellent game. I think the defense played well. Um, the linebackers played well. Uh, being that we're keeping this positive, I'm not going to say my real big concern, but um, – the offensive line, man, I, I was really super impressed with that offensive line um, from pass protection and majority and some of the run plays. I know Mitchell's young. It's his first start, is, you know, making a big step into the NFL, He's a young guy. There's a couple plays he ran into the back of some of the offensive linemen, but that's going to be corrected over time. But my number one thing is definitely maturity of this team from top to bottom. All right, guys, feed me some more positives. Come on, guys. I want to hear it. Give me some reason to look forward to week two. I was going to say the offensive line, but Tony just touched on it. I mean, Trent Williams definitely looked good. Um, You know, that one – the one run where he was just – he came out like – it's just normal uh, Trent Williams. Uh, I think I even seen Daniel Brunskill on a a long run pancake somebody. Um. I mean, obviously, I have to go back and what, rewatch the game as well, too, because in the heat of the moment, you miss a lot of stuff. Um, but, no, offensively, I thought they were good. I thought I'm going to have to give credit to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, I agree with Tony, played really well. Um, he was mobile inside the pocket. He got away from pressure. He stepped up in the pocket a lot. Um, things that Jimmy Garoppolo were not used to seeing that we didn't see last year, or we haven't really seen until since probably 2019 or maybe maybe 2017 or, yeah, I'd say 2017 or 2019 because 2018 he missed pretty much the whole season. But he stepped up in the pocket. He moved He moved around. He got clear lanes. Um, he didn't make, in my opinion, too many stupid throws. Um, the, the deep ball was a little thrown behind. Debo made a hell of a play coming back to get it, but it was, he launched it. He got it out there. He got it to where the receiver can make a play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were there were a lot of positives on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, Jimmy being one of them. Elijah Mitchell stepping up being the one that he did. Jamichael Hasty played well. Um, you you put Kyle – they put Kyle Juszczyk up here. He had a hell of a game blocking. Mike McGlinchey had a good game, other than I think he gave up like one – I think he gave up that one sack. Um, but in the end, you won the game. Uh, defensively, I'm trying to look for another positive. We talked about the Amador Lenore already. Um, Tart played pretty good, I mean, t- for coming off injury. Uh, and you got the win. That's pretty much like there, – there were a lot of things. Jimmy was, what, 17 to 25 for 315 yards and a touchdown? When was the last time 
Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 300 yards. Was it against Arizona the second time? So, yeah. Um, you, my guy, Callie. Go ahead. You, you, well, let's let's get Wayne's uh, other positives of the game, and then we'll, we'll get to Callie's. Nick, you can read Callie's contribution after Wayne gives his other positives for the game. One Love just said, well, I see it under Callie's comment, but One Love said something I was going to say, but go ahead. Go ahead, Wayne. Um, uh, posit- positively, uh, pre pre injury on defense. I thought the defense, even though they were giving up the runs up the middle, they were more like a bend don't break type of D. And so, like, even though we have issues with the run D, um, I thought that they were playing the pass D really good. They weren't giving up big plays down the field prior to the injury to Jason Verrett. Um, and so. Up until that point, I thought that the defense was cool. I thought, I thought the Miko Ryan's was was calling a pretty good game as a defensive coordinator, even though we couldn't stop the run. And I just thought that was because of personnel. And so, do would you you have to ask yourself, would you rather give up a fifteen or twenty yard run or or a thirty yard pass down the field or something like that? And I, I guess they decided to give up the run and not give up the pass. So that that was kind of how he was coordinating the game. So I'm just gonna go with. I saw positives on the D. I know we also saw negatives on the D, but there's a lot of positives on there. Nick, you alluded to the rookie being confident. I think he's only going to get more and more confident out there. Um, the linebackers were just amazing, in my opinion. Um, and 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 hopefully we see them cover tight ends going, you know, now on. Like you don't see certain things. So it's going to be a learning experience. But I I definitely love the defense, and I thought that it was positive. I mean, there's not too much to say in the offense. I just wish. It was more – I just wish we would have got more. We're a high-powered offense, and he gave us as much as he wanted to give us, I believe, on this day. Also, I felt like – and you can see this as a negative, but I, I see this as a positive. The team found resiliency, and they found a way to finish the game. And so, in, in my opinion, that's a positive note. Hey, guys, you know what? We, we, we bent, but we didn't break, and we won the game. Mm-hmm. We sealed the deal. So, that's a Absolutely. positive, in my opinion. And can I just say my play of the game? And that was when Robbie Gold busted his ass on national television. Yeah, on the warm-up kick. When he busted his ass on national television, that was the play of the game. I was like, yep, I'm good. Yeah, the freaking Chiefs found a way to win, y'all. I still rap. What was the final score? 33-29. to 29. I knew that was going to be a close game, though. I knew that was going to be a close game. He found a way. Mike. Uh, you want to read this contribution? What'd you say, Nick? Before we go, who was my uh, AFC Super Bowl pick? The Bills, right? No. Oh, the Colts. The Colts. The Colts. Nope. The Browns. The Browns. Oh, the Browns. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, but, says- hey, wait, 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 wait. Don't do that though, because they put up thirty-three against the defending Super Bowl. They put up twenty-nine against the defending Super Bowl. Well, yeah, yeah, like. They're gonna be okay. Week no, one. Does not that's why I said them. they're gonna be. They're gonna be okay. Like, oh yeah, I, hell a yeah. lot of people are sleeping on the Browns this year. That's why I said when I said you're gonna laugh at me for who my Super Bowl pick is before the season started. And I was like, I'm picking the Browns. Was that on the show or on the phone? It was on the phone. Oh, okay. You did. Yeah. You definitely said that. I couldn't remember where you said it though. Yeah. Uh, you um, read this contribution though. Yeah. Callie says, "How do we make up for the loss of Verrett? Is it Lenore Norman or please don't say Dante Johnson?" I think Dante Johnson's still getting a raw deal, man. 
I thought he had a pretty solid game. People have to like remember he's still injured. Dante's injured, guys. That's the reason why they let him go in the first place and then moved him back. Oh, Wayne, don't do the forehead rub on me, bro. What's up? Your eyebrows Mike. are fine, bro. Mike, Mike, Dante's just not good, bro. He is fine. I'm not saying he's great, but he's not, he's not bad. Dante Johnson is not a bad corner, bro. I'm, I tell you what, I don't know the numbers. I'm willing to bet you Dante Johnson didn't even give up four passes today. I'm willing to bet Dante Johnson he, didn't give up four he, passes. But he gave up a touchdown. So yeah, what? Like so what? So uh, what? When your number so is called, name a corner in the NFL that hasn't given up a touchdown. That's before. that's not what I'm saying. That, but my my point is when he when his number was called. He came in the game, he gave up a touchdown, like at the most critical point in the game. Like, and I corner, get it. The pressure. I corner get it, number pressure. four gave I, up a touchdown to to nobody. Right, but but you also you just said it right there. Quarter corner number four. So is he the answer to be a starter? That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. That's no, 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 no. He's not. He's not the answer to be a starter. No. Right. So that that's why that's what Wayne's saying. He's not the guy to be. He's a, a guy that can come in and fill in, but he's not. Yes. To make up for the loss of Verrett. Right. Right. No, no, no. I think we all agree on that. But what I'm saying is I said he's – I think he's getting a raw deal is what I was saying. I think that people look at Jonathan and just think like trash. Like, oh, there goes 17 catches right there. He's never done that. He's not that guy. That's well, all I'm saying. they're not throwing to him 17 times. But every time they no, throw – No, that's not true. They, they target the shit. I said that at the start of the show. I said that at the start of the show. As soon as he came, they threw at him with four different, not total passes, four That's different not- wide receivers they put on Dante Johnson. I didn't even know they had four receivers on that team. We sat here and we, we went through it. You were on the show, bro. You you were on the show when we did the offensive breakdown. And we, we read through all of their wide receivers. I didn't know they had four receivers to throw at him. They I, All right. I mean, listen, he's not the best. He's not the end-all, be-all. He's not the best corner on the team. He's not the second-best corner on the team. I just don't I, think he's as bad as people say say he is. That's all. But that's but that's not. He's you know what he is though. He he's the inconsistent because he has flashes where he does does things well, and then he has flashes where he doesn't do things well. I think he's consistent. Inc- yeah, inc- he, that's so he's consistent in being inconsistent. Yes, okay. yes, yes. He's yeah, both sides of the spectrum. Yes, that's bad. That's that's all not a good time. thing. But yeah. that no, that's not bad. That's just not that's a start. That's not good for us. That's not and good for a starter. That's not good for this team. Like no, that's, that's my issue. True. That that is true. Like like you 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 can't you can't have the inconsistencies on the weakest link of the team. Like I I think I think if we had stronger links and he comes in and does that, that's different. But he's gonna be moved up. Like he so so either he's gonna have to show more consistency and being not a lockdown corner, just a better reacting corner. Right, and so like it's not like he's getting burnt, like he's just—I don't know—he just lacks certain things yes, that he starting cornerbacks have. That's yes. all it is. It, because it he, I tell you what, if he was consistently to his peak at the top, mm-hmm. he'd be a starter. If he was consistently at his low, he won't be he on the team. Be on the roster, yeah, right. And that's why he's a reserve guy. Hey, we're calling your number. Give us a few, and I will stand by this. Dante Johnson right now is still better than Josh Norman. I stand firm on that. I stand firm on that. He is better than whatever. I'm sorry, Josh Norman. Yeah, Josh Norman is going to give us. I stand firm on that. 
I just want to see what Josh Norman can give us. I can't stand firm on something I've never seen. I know I, what Josh I, Norman has done. You can. I saw Josh Norman last year and the yeah. year before and yeah. the year before that. Yeah, but Josh Norman wasn't bad last year. Shit. Okay. Hey, okay. Go, so, go. Can we pull, do we need to pull up Josh Norman numbers compared to Dante Johnson? I, I promise you don't want to do it because I, I promise I you this. Over the last three years, over the last three years, Dante Johnson has been better. I want to do it. Like, like over the last three years, Dante Johnson has been better than Josh Norman. Now we okay. can put money on that. We can put push-ups on that. Hey, now nah, Breezy, you a food guy? I'll bet you a sizzling Sunday. <laughs> I will bet you a sizzling Sunday that Dante Johnson has been better than Josh Norman over the last three years. Okay. All right. All right. All, I'm, yo, I'm right, telling so you. How, truth, how are bro. we stopping Kyler Murray this year with All our right. defense? That's yeah, Kyler I'm, Murray was on fire today. Godly. But it was the <clears> Titans. <throat> it but, was the Titans. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the question here is how do we make up with the loss of Rhett? We know it's not Dante Johnson. We don't. We have to supplement, Nick, and we just have to figure out. Weird. The answer's on the roster already. The answer's here already. So you think it's Emmanuel Mosley, Diamador, Lenore? I think... Kyle Shanahan did say that there's a possibility of Richard Sherman coming back. They said that they've been talking to him prior to this injury. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, So hear me out, right? Mike is saying the guy's on the roster. And that's a possibility because it could be a young guy up, up and coming. It could be Emmanuel. And we don't know when we're getting mostly back. And we don't know which mostly we're getting back, right? Because right now, guess what mostly has been the majority of his career with the 49ers? Injured. Yeah. Injured. Like, injured. And so when we get him back, we don't know which mostly we're going to get back. And so I'm not putting all my eggs in that basket neither. But I do like what Nick said about Lenore. And, hey, why not see what confidence this kid has? Why not? What do we got to lose? It's a big play? Like, like honestly, put this kid in there. Put him on a number one guy. Rotate him on and supplement the other side. We don't Let's think the Amador Lenore will be worse than Brian Allen, do we? I, I damn sure don't. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, so like that. So, so that's why if, if that's who Mike is alluding to, then it's possibility is on the roster. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this gives time to rotate the other guys, like your Ambry Thomases, your Dante Johnsons, your when Emmanuel mostly comes back, like those guys. And it gives you time to bring in and get Josh Norman acclimated to the playbook. And then if you're going to go pick up another savvy vet. They already tried Dre Kirkpatrick. Maybe they bring him back. They also are high on Richard Sherman. And so maybe his court dates are settled and, and done, and he's ready to return on a one-year deal. So there are going to be possibilities, but there's no replacing what Jason Verrett does. Because what Jason Verrett does is he automatically, like, just pretty much takes away the outside. You saw him struggle today, though, on the inside, right? You saw not, not that he was playing nickel, but every time they ran slants across him body, like he just he just wasn't there. And so, which I don't think you expect the wide receivers to be like like on top, 
Like, right? I don't think you expose, but they are supposed to make the play, make the tackle, all that good stuff. So I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think you replace a Mike and Nick. I, I, I don't think he's replaceable. He was a one of a kind, and unfortunately, he's gone. Injured. Sorry. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's an age thing because he, he plays. I said it at the beginning of the season. I said at the end of last season, uh, Jason Brett was a top five corner in the NFL, not on our team. He was a top five corner in the league last year uh, when healthy. Uh, this year, uh, this game that what we saw from him, unfortunately, it's his last as a Niner. Um, what we saw from him was, uh, you know, I'm going to cover my assignment. And then once my guy is eliminated, I'll make the other tackles. He had no business tackling Hawkinson as many times as he did today. Uh, you know, being being that guy there, he shouldn't be making tackles on running backs. That's not his assignment. His, his assignment is whatever wide receiver is out there. And then he's running towards the middle of the field to what Breezy's point was to make the tackles. He's a good cleanup guy and everything. Now, we got to get some guys. There are some guys that just throw their bodies in there. I saw that a couple of times. I don't want to say any names because it was a linebacker that a lot of people like, but they were just throwing their bodies in there instead of wrapping up. They were just throwing shoulders and heads to the ground to make tackles and people hopped over them and went around them and all that. Um, I do not think Sherman is the answer. I know that a lot of people think that, um, but if Mosley is who people think he's going to be, I, if he's, if he's who everybody else thinks he's going to be, I think we'll be okay with Mosley and Lenore as a starting corners. I really, really believe that. I really believe that. in my heart of hearts. I believe it. Um, I can turn the light off on my phone now. My wife turned the uh, light on on the porch for me. Um, you know, so Jimmy Jimmy Ward's got to make got to make a play on that. Grab the face mask. Grab something. Are you rewatching re the game? No, I'm just watching the highlights, and of course they show DeAndre Swift's only big catch touchdown run. Right, like like Ward has to make. He like he gave up on the play. We not. I know we moved on from that. I'm sorry. I'll save it for my show. Tomorrow. No, no, say it. no, no. Come on, got it. You go, 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 no, go. He just like no, like I just, I just don't understand. Like he gave up the ghost on that play, yo. Like he knew the dude was gonna cut. Was he scared he was gonna get his ankles broken? Cause he grabbed. Well, he the, <laughs> well, well, he didn't really put a juke. He grabbed the face. He j just grabbed the face mask. Don't give up the touchdown. I guess that's. I think that's what I would have did. I guess he did get broke. Okay, I, I'm just looking at it. He put a cut on him, and it was what it is. Yeah, because he was, like, going this way, and then he tried to go back, like. That's why he should have just grabbed the mask and possibly got the penalty, and then it wouldn't have been a touchdown. It would have just been 15 yards on that. Or it would have been a touchdown. I thought, other than that play, I thought Ward played pretty. Absolutely. I mean, he, he made some good but open field tackles. Ward and Tart had and good Tart. Yeah. Ward, I mean, Ward is definitely, really Ward is probably, if not the best, Top three tacklers on this team. Yeah, open field usually. He he throws his body around like it's nothing. And I saw War, somebody, I saw Ward throwing his body around. He's so tiny too. Yeah, I was, yeah. for someone so small and and with the injury history that he has, he don't play like he's been injured before. And I, I this guy has broken, if I'm not mistaken, both collarbones and a forearm. Right? Wasn't he the one with the forearm break also? I, I, he just, he, he's over it, Mike. He's he's over. The mentality he don't of give a shit. He don't play scared. He don't play scared ball. And that's, that's what you want from those guys in the secondary. That's why you don't take them out. You don't take the guys out. They, they can't play scared. Ah, yeah, yeah. Full yeah, circle. Full circle. Full circle. Uh-huh. Full circle there. 
except if you got a 28 point lead. But I won't do it. I won't do it again. I won't maybe, do it maybe, again. Maybe cool. 35 point lead. Guys, this game really felt comebackable. This this game really felt good to me. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys, um, because I felt like if it was a close game, uh, our starters would have stayed in and we would have just knocked them out of the box at the end of the game. I really really believe that. Um, and it's hard to tell. You know, we're sitting here looking at this um, based off of the box scores and how they came back on us. But again, I, I'll hold you guys to this. You know, the starters let up 17 points. That's it. And if you can, if you can only let up 17 points in a game That's with not your starters, me though, Mike. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not if bad you can at all. Only and, let up and all the points, factor that in too. Say that again. And they did that like on the road, like you know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. did it on the road, like yeah, and into like not their own territory, you know, into foreign lands. Like, you know, they went out and tried to make a statement. That's why I said my positivity was from the defense. It's just w- once Verrett got hurt, the whole team was shook. Because well, they started start- to hear me out, they started to re-traumatize what happened week one, week two of, of 2020. It starts up top. Kyle got shook of the injuries, started pulling people out, and it trickled down into the rest of the team. I've said this multiple times about different situations. It starts up top. When Kyle got scared, and he admitted as much in his presser, when Kyle got scared, that's when you saw the trickle down. And that's what that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about about here guys um you know kyle now i got a phone call about 30 minutes after the game ended and it was my buddy he said hey mike haven't talked to you in two weeks you still coming with me to the game next week this is the guy that's giving me tickets to the eagles game now this is somebody i work with he's got season tickets he's got an extra ticket i'm coming with him i'm gonna see everybody out there next week um and he said you know we put up over 30 points you guys put up over 40 points it's going to be a really, really good game. Eagle fans are feeling themselves. And I just felt like telling them, don't let those 20-something points that they put up fool you. Don't let I mean, those Atlanta's a bad points. team, too. Atlanta's exactly. a bad team, too. But don't I'm let still nervous. Don't let those 30 points that the, that, the, that the Lions put up fool you. That wasn't our starters out there. But I couldn't talk shit to them because I still want to go to the game. I couldn't really give it to them the way I want it. You know what I'm saying? You know, y- y'all know you got to play politics. I mean, sometimes, you would always right? just come to the tailgate with me and just hang out. That's you true, know? and and I told him that. I told him, I said, "Hey, there's a guy selling tickets, twenty five. All you can Speaking eat, all you can that, drink." Nick, can you make sure they give me my stuff? Cause I ain't heard from them since I sent my stuff. Yeah, I'll text Avery and see. Make sure you're on the list. Thank you. Um, I, I so I'm guessing you guys aren't worried about the run game in Philly next week. Because if we don't fix the middle of our defense with the run game. Maybe Javon Kinlaw plays, and it's a totally different game. Can I can I be honest here? It, complete transparency. I'm not worried about the run game up the middle. I'm, I'm really, really not, because that I, was I, not the go – ahead, go ahead, Wayne. No, I want you to finish, because I think you're going to say what I was going to say. That was not the Lions' strength heading into this game. Right. They uh, regashed it. They revamped their run. Yes. They revamped yes, it. Yes, yes. They saw Kinlaw and, out, and they were like, hey – Let's let's seal this these gaps and let's get right through this gap and that gap and let's see what happens. If it doesn't work, then we'll stop. But if it works, let's keep going and the 49ers couldn't adjust to it. 
I, my worry though is hurts because now we're going to be playing a mobile quarterback and we've yet been proven to stop one. And I, and I will say this, I did talk to him and I asked him how hurts looked. He said the first half he was trash. Now I didn't watch the Eagles game. I don't know their box score. We'll I don't watch know how they it this week, Don't worry about but it. But he, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit that. But, um, he told me the Eagles didn't look good in the first half at all. It was the second half when they went in and made the adjustments and then Hertz looked like he could he could beat somebody in the NFL. So I'm not sure how it all plays out. But, guys, I'll be honest, I'm not worried about it. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be a win because it's still a road game. We're still away from home. You know what I'm saying? We still got to deal with travel no matter how you look at it, whether we go back to Cali and then fly back east, if we stay east and then fly north, it don't. Whatever the case is, or I'm sorry, fly more east because they're in Detroit right now. Either way, it's more travel. It's another day of travel. Uh, yeah, I don't they're going to Virginia anymore. tonight, though, I think. Oh, they're coming to Virginia. Okay. I think they're so, staying at the Greenbrier again. All right. But you but you get what I'm saying? It's, it's still travel, no matter how you look at it. It's still it's still a day and a half of travel. Um, and I'm not worried about it, though. Right now, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to go back and watch the game, and I'll be able to give a better assessment of it all. Um, but I couldn't talk too much shit to him because I want, I still want that ticket. I want to get in the stadium. Now, if he, if he decides to renege on it and I'm out in the, in, in the, in the, in the parking lot with Nick, then so be it. I'll be out there and it's still going to be just as good of a fucking, is a freaking show as it was, you know, if, as if I was there. So uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about that kind of stuff. My man didn't even want me to ride in the car with him. I thought you said you got a room downtown. You don't need me to come and pick you up. You're going to be out there already. Hey, cool. All right. Be a school. You know, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, but here, here's my biggest takeaway from this game. All right. I really, really think this game was in the bag. It was under control from start to finish, despite the run that the Lions went on in this game. I truly, truly believe that. And I think, I think that when we go back and we watch this game again, we're going to see the same thing. That's really what I think. That, 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 that's that's what I got for you guys. I understand that. Look, Miles Sanders had a hell of a game today. Miles Sanders definitely had a hell of a game today. I don't know if it's because the lackluster defensive play of Atlanta or what, but that is something that worries me. They, they, DeAndre Swift was gashing us up the middle today. Like all their run yards basically came from the middle of the field. I'm hoping that we get that fixed, but that's something that we need to keep an eye on going into week two. And that, and I, I still think we win this game, but Hurts had a really good game today. He moved around in the pocket. Devontae Smith looked really, really good. Um, well, what were Hurts' stats? Do we know him or no? Um, I don't know. I can, pull him, up. I can pull him up, but. Uh, I'll pull him up. Hertz was 27 for 35, 264 yards, three TDs. He was sacked three times. No turnovers. Sanders was 15 for 74 carries, zero TDs. Smith was six for 71 yards, one TD. So Smith and Rager have the TDs. Yeah. Uh, and Kenneth Gainwell, the rookie running back, had a rushing touchdown. And, uh, and I'm looking at it here, man. The, the Eagles had seven points first quarter, eight points second quarter, seven points third quarter. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. 
their starters played all game. Our starters only played three quarters and one drive. That's what our starters did. They have a better okay. defense too, but can we so, break that down later? No, no, absolutely, absolutely. But if you look at what they did, they only had 22 points. We had 31 at the half. I'm not worried about them, and I'll be honest with you guys. When it's all said and done, I think the Lions have a better defense than the, than the Eagles' defense. I'm I disagree. The, the Lions' front seven, their, their whole front, the front four is ridiculous, bro. Talking Brandon Who's Graham, that? all those dudes on, on yeah, they got yeah. a problem. They're all grandpas in the NFL. They're, they're not all grandpas, grandpas, Mike. Come on, they're man. All, listen to me. Hey, let me ask you a question, man. Derek Barnett is let me, not let me ask a you a grandpa. question. All right, here we go. Now I get and to get in my isn't that, Hey, Nick, isn't that the guy hey. Mike wanted to draft? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I wanted Derek Barnett. Don't do that. That's now, what I said. said. Let me, oh, I thought you said. I thought you said. I Brandon said Graham. Derek Barnett is not a grandpa. I thought you. I, th- I I thought we were talking about Brandon Graham still. I didn't hear Nick say uh, Derek Barnett. I'm, I apologize. Here's what I will say. All right, y'all ready for this? All right, never mind. Good, good. You got it. I was waiting. No, I see, I see you holding on. You were ready to respond. Your mouth was open and everything. Go ahead. No, I'm just waiting. I'm gonna respond to whatever you say. I'm gonna say it's bullshit. <laughs> oh see, yeah. So no matter what I said, that was gonna be your response. That's not cool, Nick. Don't, why why you gotta do me like that, bro? We on the same yeah. team, bro. Do you think do you think the 49ers should trade for CJ Henderson? Yes, yeah. I do. Oh, now it's time. Now now so, it's time. That's now what I'm saying. Time. Something I was time? Say. You talk about for Jacksonville? Yeah. Can now I, it's time. Can I say what I was all right? So I think the loss, y'all gonna think I'm fucking crazy. And these dots are hard to connect. No, I think the loss of Jason Verrett makes Jimmy Garoppolo expendable now. But they don't need a quarterback, so why would you expend him? I don't care about a quarterback. I'm talking about compensation for a trade. I understand that they don't they don't need a quarterback. I understand that. I'm thinking the loss of Jason Verrett no. means that we can try to move Jimmy. I think you're gonna have to give up. To you're gonna have to give up one of those picks. You're gonna have to give up a pick and one of them young. They're going to probably want a guy like Lenore or something like that. And would you trade Lenore and a pick for C.J. Henderson? No. Lenore's got to stay. He's got to stay. I, I'm just telling you what's it gonna, what's it gonna, it's probably going to come down to. Because then it's, you're still down a corner. Lenore is the but guy you're getting, you're getting, because he's a starter. You're getting a better cornerback. You're getting a, <laughs> a, a first-round corner, right? That's yeah. better. Than playing, everybody. Hold on. That's better. I, I get what you're saying, but I'm trying to tell you, He's not better than every cornerback on our team. Who's playing opposite of him? Oh, I, I'm just saying. I don't. So I we're can't tell. Same situation. It, it doesn't. I'm just saying. If you want a guy like that, you're probably going to have to give up a piece for them and some type of compass, some type of pick. Look, I'm not the deal maker. I'm just telling you what I think. I get your theory. I wouldn't do it, but you're going to have to. You're going to get a better cornerback. You can see if Marshawn they want Lattimore to. just signed a five-year extension. He had a pick in this game too, by the way. Ninety-seven point six million contract extension it can be worth up to hundred million with sixty-eight point three million guaranteed. You're gonna have to give up something that's worth them wanting to make that trade because why now not we, what now now or mostly? But he's hurt. How do you trade a hurt player? Why not? How do you in do the, it? In, in the eyes of the NFL, who has got a more established background, Lenore or Mosley? 
you know, I, I understand, but why would they take a hurt player? Is what I'm saying. I'm I'm asking logically. Why Why would you, Mike, take mm -hmm. a player that's hurt off of what? Because ideally, he has a better pedigree in the NFL than Lenore, who had only one game. But that's he's hurt. And then you yes. got a guy that can possibly be the future of your franchise. All he's got to do is is pass the physical. No, I, I I get it. I'm with it. I just don't understand why they would do it. Is what I'm saying. Right. No, I, I'm with you. I understand it. It's it's hard to pull off right now. I don't think it happens right now. I don't think it happens this week. I don't think I, it happens. I, I wish we would have did it but, already. Like, in hindsight, because the 49ers are always. This is the one position they just. They, they play it scarce. Like, they don't address it, address it. Like, they, they get bargain guys, and then they get guys that are coming off of injury. And, and, and if they pan out, they're great. But if they don't <laughs> pan out, we're back to ground zero. Yeah. They were, then we're effed, and we're still looking for the same thing. I get you. No, I, I understand what you're saying. And, and right now, you're absolutely correct. You are absolutely correct. So I'm not – I don't want to make any qualms about it. Losing Jason Barrett is a big, 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 big hit. Big hit. team. A very big hit. We've but, all been we've all been saying that the weakest link on this football team is, is the, the secondary. Is the secondary, and we've all talked about this in the beginning of the year. What happens if we lose a Jason Barrett? Can I ask well, you guys this question though? If we bench the starters, the downs before Jason Barrett got injured. See, like we're using hindsight. We're, I see what we, you're saying. We spent all we spent the whole first forty minutes of this show saying that Kyle shouldn't have benched the the starters because Verrett got Mike injured. Is just not letting but, that go. I'm no, still on the same thing. Out. You don't I bench him. Hear me out. I, I just want you to hear me out. Had we benched Verrett and the starters, the 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 drive before Verrett got injured, knowing what you know now, and it would have avoided that injury, we would have said. Hey, it was the right thing to do. It's an ACL, so it'll pop the next time he went out there. Yeah. Maybe. No, no that dude, he was by himself running. ACLs, ACLs are not on the countdown. ACLs. They're not on the countdown. That's what, I, what not, you mean they're not on the it's countdown. Not, you have a, because it's not you have 110 reps and then you're gonna lose on the 111. It's not that it's not on the countdown, it's wear and tear though, Mike. So it happens. Like they pop. Like they but go. We also, yes, but we also said all game long. That Verrett was playing out of place. Wayne, you just don't do that. Wayne, you just said it. You just said why was it's he? The, it's because they, they. It's because of the way that the, the Lions were scheming. He had no choice. Yes. But that's right. so but that's football, Mike. So we can't. I'm not faulting him for playing. I'm, I, I'm just all, saying. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go go go. I thought you were going to stop. Go ahead. No, I'm. I, I'm just saying. We. <laughs> Injuries, let, me, let, me, let me say what I'm going to say and you respond. All game, all, all night long and all game long, we saw him abandoning his wide receiver that he had locked out to go tackle interior guys. The tight end over here, the running back over here, and he wasn't playing up here where he's supposed to be. All night long, he was knocking this guy out and then running back towards the middle to make tackles. That's the turning and the wear and tear on that ACL, Right. If we go up against normal teams that have a solid wide receiver one, then he's over there on that guy, and he's okay. All the other stuff was off-script shit that he had to come down into the box or into the, you know what I'm saying, into the middle of the field to make those plays on. Because we had a guy that's his, who was that's, not. 
that's gonna happen, Mike. We just don't know no. when. Like we don't know if, if we don't we don't know the when, or 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 hey, we don't know. We don't ever... probably would have came right back to practice and that shit popped in practice. And I'm and I'm gonna give you guys my 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 answer right now. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this, but about a week and a half ago, I'm always I was mad. I'm I came I on this show. I came on this show and I was mad at Jason Verrett. Do y'all remember this? Mm-hmm. I said that last year in the offseason, they asked him about injuries, and he said, I don't want to talk about injuries. I'm over those. So don't ask me about injuries. And the one time this year they asked him about it, he acknowledged it. And I said, Jason, don't do that anymore. Do you remember you said, that, Nick? You said that to me. You, you said that to me on the phone. You didn't say it on the show. Oh, that wasn't on the show? No. I, did. I talked about it being a mindset. You remember? Mm-hmm. I said, it's a mindset. The year before, Jason Verrett said, don't talk to me about injuries because they're in my past. I don't want to talk about them anymore. That's what he said. This year, when they asked him about the injuries, he went into it and he talked about them. And I said, he, he screwed himself. And I said it, Nick. I said, I should have knocked on wood. And I said, Jason Verrett, I really, really hope you don't do that anymore. Do not acknowledge injuries. Well, Bring you were talking because you were saying that because the next week, Jason Verrett wasn't there. He wasn't practicing. And, he didn't. and I said, he jinxed himself. And you're like, wait, did he get jinxed himself? And I was like, I don't think he's hurt. Then remember when D'Amico said you have to ask Kyle about that as to why he was sitting. It wasn't like an injury was out. But then it came out later that it was an injury. But, but yeah, no, I, I get your point. But, like, can we go for another 20 minutes? I don't want to. I'm hungry. Oh, damn. All right, bye. Um. I, I I do. I don't know, man. This team's in trouble. I got so much more to say about this game and and the and the rest of the and the rest of the season. Why? And I don't. Wait, hold on. Stop. I want to talk about something that wasn't even brought up in the negatives. So can we do it? Can we keep going? What? Wayne, why? You got... Why? Because I want I want to talk. Only calling run plays. No, he's for he's asking his thing. He's, he's asking. Oh, that's his question. I thought he was saying, why do I want to keep talking? I'm sorry, Wayne. Damn it, Wayne. You on point because you hungry, man. Go, go get a Snickers, bro. It's been a it's, I haven't eaten. Yeah, I've been, I don't eat why? during the games. You know what I mean? So why? Why? You eat on shows, though. <laughs> that's, di- that's not a motherfucking game. This is the show. You eat on shows. We on the show. Go, go grab a Snickers. Go get some shrimp scampi and come back. We here, bro. <laughs> All right. Wait, nah, Nick, Nick you going to present it? I'm going to spark up. I got a small cigar. It's a baby. Y'all see it. It's a baby. Come on, Nick. That's the third We're cigar do this, and like 80th drink. Um, First of all, if y'all know anything, I'm sure the people don't know anything about cigars, but this right here, this little tiny-ass cigar right here, $17 cigar, this little tiny-ass stick. That's this too rich big, for my blood. This is, this, this is a you good joint. You guys right are just going to ignore my question? No, no, I got you. I'm ready. Fire off. Go. I'm, I'm on mute. Go. I, I, Nick, ask it again, Nick, even though I heard it three times. You said it three I, times. I know. I said, why was Kyle Shanahan only calling run plays? This is what I did not want to see from him with Trey Lance. Be- okay. So, so my theory is this. I, I, I don't think he wanted to show the bag. So he called what he, he, Trey Lance did at what four, he had three runs and one pass attempt, right? They were all RPOs, Right. They, they, I think they, I don't even know if they were RPOs. I think they were just designed quarterback runs. He could have handed the ball off to the running back 
Um, that last one where he took the loss, it was on the offensive line. Like they just let the defense come in and and, and whatever, right? Like so he couldn't even see like what was going down because he probably would have pulled it. That's why he got crunched. Um to, I just don't I, I'm thinking he didn't want to show Philly what we're possibly going to be doing with Trey Lance next week. And so, so I think so that's the conservative Kyle. That that's the that's the bitch Kyle. But conservative sounds way better, right? Mm-hmm. So 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 that's my theory, um, because you'll run it with the that. See, that's why I don't understand the theory of taking players out and doing it with it. No, like let these players play to their strengths and purely dominate. And then when you feel like that lead is where it needs to be, you go ahead and pull them out. But the only reason why Kyle Polcat's out was because of the injury. That's my gripe. I know it sounds like I'm not saying the same thing or whatever, but that's it. I'm pulling you out, you out, you out, you out, you out. Because but those injuries having, don't have anything to do with Trey Lance. I'm having traumatic experiences. It doesn't. I'm just coming back to that because I didn't get a chance to re-back to what you brought back to the full circle. To the Trey Lance thing, to the Trey Lance situation, I just feel like that's why he did it. He doesn't want to. Sh- I said my answer. What the fuck are you talking about? I said because he doesn't want to give out the bag. He wants to save some stuff for next week on what Trey Lance is possibly going to do. So you saw some RPOs, and so maybe now Trey Lance doesn't line up in shotgun. Maybe now he comes up under center next week and does something totally different and runs four times under the center. I don't, I don't know, but I didn't like it either, Nick. To to go. I thought I thought that as well. I thought is Kyle not showing his hand? But I can remember going back a ton of times on this show with all of our guys saying Kyle holds back too much. He doesn't show his whole playbook. He, and we talk about this, like, well, he doesn't want to show that, or he doesn't want to show that. And and I know Mike for a fact has said, put it all on the table, like do it all. Like, why is he hold? We all say Jimmy Garoppolo has been holding back this offense. I'm really starting to think Kyle Shanahan's holding himself back. Yeah, because I know Mike is smoky smoking, but didn't we get to see more from Jimmy today than we've pretty much seen? And so we saw him do things like like the bootleg. There was more designs out, you know, plays outside the pocket for him to roll out and, and get guys and, and crossing and, 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 you know, crossings and, and things like that. You also saw, you know, when the pocket broke down, Jimmy steps in the pocket. You just, you just, I felt like he took the leash off of Jimmy a little bit. I feel like the leash is fully on Trey Lance. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I am all for this Trey Lance stuff. Right. And, but if you're going to put him out there, you cannot just continually just put him out there for run plays like they do with Taysom Hill because people are going to stack the box like they did and he's going to get hit because people aren't going to expect the pass. He should have mixed it up. I know he's only in there for what, four plays? Five plays. I think it was four. It was three. It was four. They were all yeah, runs. Yeah, two RPO runs, a sack, and a touchdown, right? Right. That's what I saw. Mike, what are you, Mike's shaking his head. I'm, I'm shaking my head because you guys are they, – they weren't all run plays. They were option plays. That's what I said, and RPOs. Was, That's the first thing that yeah, I said. He, he, was, he was leaving it up to the young guy to make a read, and Kyle wants to know, are you reading it right? He's testing the young guy. It wasn't about – Oh, you're out here for a run play. 
And that's where Nick started. That's why I was shaking my head no. Not no, because the first play he so ran he, right up the gut. That was not an RPO. Yes, he literally yes. didn't even try to hand the ball off. He took off. I understand, I understand what you're saying. But the rest of the plays were not like that. Okay, so and don't say saying, all of the plays were RPOs. You guys are the They weren't. What, what I'm saying is he was – he. Kyle gave Trey Lance, this is the formation, and you can either do this or that. And he wanted to see what Trey Lance was going to do with the ball. He didn't tell him to keep it every time. It was so obvious that one of the commentators even said it, hey, this is an option play, and this is what Trey Lance decided to do with it. It wasn't about whether or not uh, Trey uh, Kyle said, go out there and do this. That wasn't the case. Kyle gave him an option, literally an option. What's RPO stand well, for? Because that's what it was. It was a run play option. option. And, and, and exactly. Trey passed the test all the times, even on the set. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yes. He didn't pass the test. What, what are you talking about? What do you mean he did? He passed the test on the touchdown. He passed the test, and then he ran the ball for positive yards on those other times. Like, how is that not passing the test? He read I, the end, but but that doesn't mean that the pass wouldn't have been a better option. Do you get what I'm saying? No, so I get it, but but, but you but. Well, all right. No, go ahead. Explain yourself. I shut up. Go ahead. Explain yourself. The option that he took gained positive yards, so we won't know what the right option was until we go back and watch the all 22. Trey Lance had two runs for what three yards? Three yards. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull it up. I don't want to We're asking again if we go back to the Kyle's theory if you can get three yards a run, then you get Trey Lance. I'm sorry, it was three runs for two yards. Okay, Kyle don't design two yard runs, Kyle don't design one yard runs. He ran three times. For two yards, that tells me that Trey Lance isn't making the right read. Y'all with me that, so far? That doesn't tell you that he's not making the right read. You just don't like. All right, all right, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. I, I, I don't know. I got to go back and watch those plays. He made the right read on one of the plays because it was a fake. He didn't hand the ball off, and he saw Trent Sherfield, and that was open. So he clearly made the right read on that play. We don't know was that on that play he got sacked. If you go back and watch the mother freaking play, them dudes was in the backfield when he hiked the ball. Ain't no time to hand it off. Ain't no time to throw the ball. He kept it and got sacked. And so, like, wrong read. I I thought what the if, touchdown was a play action, though. I think the touchdown was a play action. I think, I don't that, think was that was the RPO. I think that I think was, that was a play, play action. action. That was a design okay. route. One was a design run. So, so we're saying it was two RPOs, one design run. And then one I play think the one where he took off up the middle, his very first play was a design run for him. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm yeah. And that's then my the question. other two, I think, were RPOs, and then the touchdown was a play action. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I think it was. But either way, you saw that they were on. As soon as Trey Lance came in the, in, into the game, they were stacking the box. And that's so what why, I'm saying. So why was he keeping the ball? That's what I don't know. Because That's Mike my said he's making that the young guy is not ready. That was my point with it all. But then don't run, don't run RPOs. Run other plays. That's no, what Nick is saying. No, 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 no. You have to run the RPOs. You have to with the with the young guy. Hear me out. There's no better way to assess if the guy can read the defense or not than giving him an RPO. It's a run, pass, option. If he makes the wrong decision, he's clearly not seeing the field the way he needs to, to be the starter. You understand what I'm saying? I do. But you so can call other plays. Trey Lance, ran, he, 
He ran the ball three times for a total of two yards. Kyle don't design plays for that bullshit. I just feel like you, not, you're missing my point, but I got you. Your point is valid. I apologize. I missed your point. Explain it to me because I missed it then. So, my so my point me. is you don't have to even – Stop trying to assess this guy and let this guy play football. Take the freaking leash off of him and let him do what he does. We know he's a pro center type style player. He can lot pro style quarterback, right? We've seen it. He could run it. Do more play action. Do more things he's successful at instead of trying to say, hey, go out here and run the RPO. But that's not how it works. You that's have how to have it works. I've watched quarterbacks do it all the time. You, you have to see? have a I didn't watch Mike Jones do RPOs the whole game. He's a rookie. Because don't do that, Wayne. Don't come on, bro. Don't do that. Why can't I do that? Why can't I compare what rookies do? Because Mac Jones is not a run threat. You can't do that. Kyle Shanahan went to the presser after the game and said that when you have two different quarterbacks with two different skill sets, that's why you put them in at different times. And he said one of the skill sets that that Lance had. I get that, Mike. I I get that. So if they're preparing for that. If they're try, if they're going to be on that, and they're going to take it away, which they did because he got two yards and two yards, and then pushed behind the line of scrimmage, right? If they're preparing for that, then why not change it up? Is what I'm saying. Because you want to know if he can read. Do it a different time. Do it no. at a different time. No, 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 no. Okay. Not, right. Listen to me. Just All hear right, me man. out. Please, please hear me out before you guys just say I'm crazy. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're crazy. You're saying they're assessing him on RPOs to see if he can read the defense. Can he read the end that's crashing down or what? If so, pull it in, run it. If not, pass the ball. I get it. They're testing him. I get it. It's always going to be a test for him. But don't you think he failed those tests then? I didn't say he didn't. I'm not saying he didn't fail. I don't think he as a person failed. I think the play call failed. And the reason I'm doing is because, listen – I understand where you're coming from, but the play call failed because of the fact that every time Trey Lance came in, they stacked the box. They just came straight for him. Okay, so then so if they, they, they should have hit him. They should have hit with a play action, changed the play instead of RPO, and threw the ball downfield. Bro, if if stop the, them if from that, being able to do that. If the if if they come out and they stack the box, right? Forget yeah. everything else about Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, whoever. If they stack the box and you have an option to pass, what should you do? You throw the ball. He ran it twice. That's my point. That's my point, guys. But you missed our point. Our, our point is why do that? Because I, you want to know where he is mentally. <laughs> you want to know if he can read it and diagnose it the right way. Why I, is I, what I'm saying so foreign to you guys? It's, it's I'm not, not saying I'm not, I, I'm not saying I don't, I feel like, I don't. I don't feel like you're – I'm not saying you're saying it's foreign. I'm not even calling you crazy. Fuck those plays and run positive plays that are going to work for your quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So if he failed the test three times, why are you making him go out there? As a teacher, you change the stuff up. That's what I'm saying. So I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Because you're calling but, me crazy without calling no, me crazy. Call, no, no, no. Because I'm, I totally no, no, no. get what you're saying. But I'm my point calling. is, if you're saying and we're agreeing that he failed, then how about we just change the – it's the same test, but let's change it up a little bit for your quarterback. You're saying give him a pre-designed play. Give him That's something different. I'm in. telling you, it wasn't RPOs. Go back and watch it. They were designed runs. There was no fake, no pulling, nothing. That last it's one was not, definitely an RPO. Not true, Nick. That, it was that, RPO, bro. That's not true, I'm gonna, Nick. I'm going to find the sacks right now. 
That's that. What, on Trey Lance. If Kyle wants to know if his rookie quarterback can read the defense the proper way, you run RPO. Give him an RPO because I you want to know that. if he can diagnose between this should be a pass play or I should run this ball. Or I why do you have to continue doing? Why do you have to do it multiple times? Why can't because you do it one time? Oh, it didn't work this time. He didn't pass the yeah. test. Let's try something different the next time. Because sometimes why does it have I, to be every single time he comes in a game? He's not the starting yeah. quarterback to where you're going to change it up. So why do you got to continue to do the same, same, same thing over and over again? That's all I'm saying. Right, but because sometimes a guy can make a mistake. Tom Brady will make a mistake sometimes. It doesn't mean that he's a bad <laughs> but quarterback. Tom Brady's getting 95 chances to make the mistake. This and, kid Trey is getting, Lance, and Trey Lance is only one. getting four. Right. Trey Lance is only getting four. So right. what I'm saying is you have to put him in that situation to see if he's prepared to handle it. And if he can't diagnose the defense the right way, hey, we're so not ready I, to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. So this is another thing to – because Jimmy don't even do RPOs. Because he, he had, he's not he a had comfortable leads. He's not a threat as a runner. And so yes. I guess you're not doing yes. RPOs with Jimmy. And I get right. it. That, Yes, but, that's what I'm saying. No, I, I I get what you're saying, but my point is, why only give him RPOs? So let that be a part of his game plan, and when he gets better at it, you incorporate it. But he's good at other well, stuff. Be, okay, and, and I'm trying to answer your question, because you don't know if Trey Lance is ready to diagnose the defense at the line of scrimmage yet. That's why you but, give him, hey, Trey, can you handle running the defense right now? Can you discern between a run play? So, so only, the, only way to, play? the only way to do that, because Jimmy's never done that. So the only way to do that is to give him an RPO. In my opinion, you give him the option to see if he can diagnose the defense the proper way. Because he yes. only has three, he only has three, uh, two options, run or pass. It, well, it, it's three. It's three. Keep it. Hand it off, to, hand the it off to the running back or pass the or ball. Pass. Right. And so and if, and pass. if you only get two yards out of the three times mm -hmm. you were put in that situation, you made the wrong decision because Kyle Shanahan don't design half yard plays. You understand what I'm saying? I'm now, saying that I, I do understand what you're saying, but we're arguing about something that doesn't make any sense because he simply just ran RPO plays. Why not give him play action plays where he was successful and threw one for one? Why not give him let him line because, up under center because he clearly can read a defense if you line him up under center? Why is it that the RPO is the only determination for your deterrent to let us know if he's ready to be a starter? Why? Because a play action pass is a predetermined pass. I can call a play for you. I want to know what you can read, assess and attack a defense the proper way. We're not, we're not what we all know that Kyle can go out here and put up a game plan with Trey Lance. He did it with Nick Mullins, he did it with CJ Beathard. He can go out there and put a game plan in place and say, This is your option, do that. We know that already. We want to know if Trey Lance can diagnose a play and change it at the line of scrimmage. That's what the RPO gives him that option to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah, and, and that's why I agreed when you said when we said he failed. Because he didn't give the right option. He could have handed it off to the running back, which wouldn't have got any yards. And so at that point, he probably should have saw the pass and passed the ball. But he didn't. Right. If, right. if they're stacking the box, then pass it, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm, – I'm not saying Trey Lance is bad. I'm not saying – I'm just saying that the, it, that the play calls show that he's still not ready to take over. That's all I'm saying. 
I just think that's he what, needs more time. You can't assess a person does. off of four plays. He, I think I, like if, if you if Trey Lance was in the game running his stuff, Trey Lance obviously is one of those slow churning, get going type of pre poop. It was like a slow acceleration. And then once he gets accelerated, he gets better. But he's not given the opportunities to do that. So hopefully next time he comes out there and he's handed an RPO, he'll have the time to get that ball out. Hey, Tony came on the show when he talked about the importance of Alex Mack. He said Alex Mack was calling out the defenses for Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That's what that's what Tony said when he came on. Yes, here. yes, yes. They were testing Trey Lance with the other plays, though. They were saying, hey, what do you see? Make your decision based off of that. We had a comfortable lead. We weren't ever in any danger of losing the game when Trey Lance ran those plays. Let me see what you see. Which based off we of your, oh, based, I guess. Based well, off of your we didn't decision see Trey making, Lance when the score got closer. I got you. Yes. Based off of based off of the decisions that you make is going to tell but, us. But that's whether, the, I disagree with that though, Mike, because Trey Lance came in when the score wasn't blown out of proportion. As a matter of fact, he put up the first seven points. Then we saw him do that on every wasn't series. Wasn't that touchdown a predetermined play though? That touchdown was a predetermined play, right? But you said that we had a comfortable lead when he did the RPOs, and he did them throughout the whole game. We didn't oh, like it, it was before the lead no, no, started. I, I didn't up. say all. Four, I, I didn't say all four of his plays were RPOs. That's not. That's not what I was saying because that touchdown pass was a predetermined play. I'm he not saying you're saying that. You said that the RPO plays that came in when the lead was comfortable, and I'm saying that's not true. Because we did an RPO when we had to go up and it was 14 to set. Like you get what I'm trying to say? Like it wasn't it wasn't when they were all comfortable. And then we kept building and so we kept adding it in there. But it was in a lead. It wasn't when they had the momentum. You we said had comfortable the lead. I'm just comfortable. saying yes, comfortable we had lead. lead and we were comfortable because we knew their their offense couldn't fuck with our defense. We knew that we were stopping them. We knew that we were stopping them on fourth downs. All that had happened already. The only play that Trey Lance came in when that wasn't the case, was that touchdown pass. And that was a predetermined play. Okay. That, and again, I'm only doing this off of memory. I could be I could be off. I could be way wrong, guys. It, it could be the Tito's talking. I, I, don't, I don't know for sure. It could be the Tito's that's talking, okay? But what I'm saying is, from what I saw, the one play that was predetermined for Lance was the touchdown pass. Boom. Executed. It was the perfect. play action pass. So if you're calling that predetermined, yes. Right. And so then afterwards with the RPOs, let me see what you see. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Make a decision out there. You made the wrong decision, young man. You're not ready yet. Okay. That's all I'm saying. It does, it's, it's not a knock on trade. doesn't mean I don't like him. doesn't mean that I think he's bad for the team or anything but like he's that. Not, he's not ready for what? RPOs, Mike? Because that's when I'm confused. No. What I'm, he's not ready to make. Uh, he, he can't discern between what he should do yet. Okay. That's what he can't read the defense, is what you're saying. Wayne, I got if, you. They, if, they, if they put eight in a box, shouldn't he automatically know? Look for your hot, look for the yeah. hot read, yeah, dump it off I mean, quickly. Yeah, yeah, but they right? put eight in a box, and the, the starting quarterback can't do that either. Like, that, that's what I'm trying to figure don't, out. But, but you can't tell that. me don't, not do that. You can't tell I, me not to I, do I that. Can, I can for no, one reason. What, what, what's your reason, Mike? Because, because quarterbacks are, they don't because they don't put Jimmy in that situation. They know Jimmy's Jimmy doesn't it. put Jimmy's they not know, put in a situation to run RPOs. I get it. That's not his style. Yes. But they but stack why? eight in the box. And they because they know they already know that Jimmy they already know that Jimmy they already know that Jimmy doesn't make those right decisions, Wayne. 
So now I want to see if Trey so if you can got make a right guy that can't make right decisions, and then you got another guy that can't make right decisions. It just don't but sound don't, right. But you don't know if you don't know if Trey can make the right decision without putting him in that situation. Okay. All right. right. How how else do you know? I got to go back and watch those because I got I got I want to make sure I they were and we're, and I want to I want to make sure they were eight in the box. I want to make sure they were RPOs. And I, I said eight in a box as an example. I don't know for sure that there was eight in a box. That's what I'm what saying. I'm saying like, I have to go back I'm, and rewatch those. But, but if there was six or seven in the box, that means that they were at least blitzing, right? Yeah. So you yeah. should be looking for the hot read. If it's a blitz, ideally you throw over the blitzer's head because that's where the soft spot in the defense is going to be. If they're bringing a linebacker down to I, come I, and get you, that's right. where the that's – Honestly, we're arguing about shit we just don't know. Like we, we have to go back and watch it. Like we don't know what type of coverage yeah, they were doing. We don't know how. The question. I didn't present the question. I didn't no, no, present I anything. I'm saying, I'm saying you and oh. like y'all presented the question. And, and, and then I got it. I want to see what type of coverage they were playing. Where they pressed on the things. Where the receivers jammed at the line of scrimmage because them hot reads ain't the best passes to throw. You got a guy right in your right receiver's face, and so I don't know what was called. I mean, I'm excuse me. I don't know what it looked like because we only seen it from quarterback center hike run like you know what i mean i want to see what it looked like from the aerial view and then i can kind of like tell yes. you and break it down yeah, yeah yeah for sure and we don't know the definitive answer again this is the emotional reaction you understand <laughs> what i'm saying this is that's what you. this show is about this, this show is about you. the emotion but i like i like what they did because i to me they're testing the mental fortitude of trey lance let me see if you can diagnose this defense properly i got you you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he made the wrong decisions either. Either I haven't okay. rewatched the game. I haven't seen all 20. I don't know. But what I'm saying is the reason you put him in those situations is to see if he makes the right decision with his three options at the game, uh, at, at that snap. Okay. That's why I'm saying you put him in those situations. The outcome is different. But you want to see if he makes I, the right decision. It so, could be a drop. It could be an interception. It could be whatever. It could be a let's million. Let's go, Bears! So I, dis I disagree. I disagree. But I understand. How's mm -hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I, I disagree. That's, that's it. I just want you to understand what I'm saying as to why you give him RPOs. Because like Nick said, we don't do that shit with Jimmy. Why do we keep doing that with Trey? That's what Nick. That's what Nick's complaint was initially. Why oh, okay. do we keep giving him this run option when we don't do that? That's not part of our offense normally. And I'm saying you do that to see where he is mentally. That's okay. all. I'm, I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying he's right or wrong. I'm not even saying he made the wrong decisions. I'm saying you do that to test where he is. That's I all. I got you. Now, Deshaun, Deshaun Page gives a fifteen dollar contribution. He says, "What up, Niner gang? Uh, when they stack the box, you pass the ball because Detroit is not stopping the pass. You play into your game." Yeah, we and all agree with of, this. That's along the lines of what we were saying, but I wasn't saying that anybody was right or wrong. I'm saying that. You have as a as a quarterback, you have to make that read the right way. So I, I think we're all on, all on the same page. Uh, Easy Tino says, uh, "Why are the black quarterbacks not ready, but the three white quarterbacks selected in the draft ready to start and lose?" And there's two black dudes on the show right now, Wayne. So uh, let's let's knock this shit out the park, bro. Let's go ahead. I got all right, um, battery here. All right, so uh, you know it's. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have this conversation for real. Let's do it. Fuck. Let's what? Have, how, you want me to call Cam Newton? Oh, I see what you did there. I see. I see. All right. This. I tell you what. Let me take it off of us and let me move it to Jameis Winston. Okay. 
Let me move it to Jameis Winston. Okay. I said a long time ago, not even last season, the season before, that if Jameis Winston was a white quarterback, they would say he's a gunslinger, he's a risk taker. Who else throws 30 touchdowns but also throws a lot of interceptions? I said that on this show multiple times. I said in this season that him with the Saints is going to be dangerous because he never got the right chance that he was supposed to get. Because when it's a white quarterback, they say he's a first-round pick, he's got all the tools, da-da-da-da-da, and they keep giving them more chances. Okay, I said that multiple times. Right. It just seems like. If you look away, they automatically assume you are okay up here. If you look another way, they assume you are okay down here from the from the waist and down. And that's not the case. Teddy Bridgewater has never been an athletic quarterback, not one time in his entire career. And Teddy Bridgewater has never thrown for more than 15 touchdown passes in a season. Never. It has never happened. Go check the books. But they put players in a box based off of where they were drafted. Yo, and Justin what they- Fields is starting? Oh, snap. Nah, just, no, I thought, I thought, hello? Hey. Oh, oh he's coming in for sp- certain plays. Okay. Yeah, I just saw Justin Fields in the game, so that's. All right, I'll be in soon. All right, bye. I, I didn't think Justin Fields got the start, did he? I thought they said no, it was Andy. I, it, it could have been Andy, but when I looked at this the screen, I saw Justin Fields. So I was like, hmm? But so to answer Easy's question here, and I don't want to make this about race, but unfortunately, race does play a role in how quarterbacks are viewed. They see a young black guy and they think that he can run. They think he's athletic. They think that da-da-da-da-da. I can't tell you, you how many times I saw Jamarcus that. Russell – I saw Jamarcus Russell fat ass running the ball so many times. Jamarcus Russell should not have ever been running the ball. He's got a cannon. He had one of the biggest arms in the entire NFL. And I saw him having run plays designed for him. That's not the case. They don't do that for all the different white quarterbacks. No. So we can sit here and try to tiptoe around. And they also feel like the white quarterbacks process the game better. And and, and they feel like they come from different, better pedigrees. And and so many things like that. And and All the owners are white, and so at the end of the day, like it's it is truth. what it is. It like it truth. is what it is. Like, it's an uncomfortable like, it's, truth. It's, That's what I call an uncomfortable it's not truth. A, it's not racist talk. It's just what it is. I mean, these are facts. Like, prove to me right. I'm wrong, because I'm not, and I'm not even trying to be right. I'm just telling you those are the facts, man. And so it, it comes down to that. The one thing I like about um, Sean Payton, like regardless of who his owner is, Mike came out and said that Jameis Winston was going to be the starter quarterback that he was going to win the competition I had agreed with him because he just needed an opportunity and so and that's why I told Nick I don't know if you remember when we had that Taysom Hill I do oh Nick's back we had that Taysom Hill versus um, interception uh, we had that Taysom Hill versus uh, Winston uh, debate and I said Winston's going to smoke Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill's not a real quarterback right that's what it comes down to. Unfortunately, that's what it comes down to. And I said that James but Winston, because Taysom Hill is white, he's going to get all the opportunity, all the press, all of yes. that to be the starting quarterback until he wasn't. Yes. And Ridwan, I absolutely regret not putting Mahomes in over Josh Allen. Josh <laughs> Allen got 16 points. Mahomes doubled him with 32. I, I don't have a mistake. I don't, I don't have any qualms with saying that. 
I thought that yeah. I, whenever, that whenever I started teams, Patrick Mahomes and I still got destroyed. Really? <laughs> hey, Dude, I'm only down by teams, I'm only I'm only right, down four points. Whenever teams play the Steelers, man, I, they're a weird team to play against defensively, and their special teams came through today. So that gave the defense points. That's what happened. Yeah. I'm o- I'm only down four points in the game. I don't know if y'all can see that or not. It's all right. Who cares? But but Ridwan, yeah, I I do regret not putting Mahomes Logan in. I would I would have been winning. We skipped his donation about Patrick Mahomes. I didn't see it. I'm sorry, Logan. Uh, Mark says Trey's play calls were not RPOs. They were read option runs. Somebody break this down for me. Well, read option is what Colin Kaepernick used to run. So it's like you hand off. You 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 hold. It's, and a, it's a two-play thing instead of three. It's a two-play instead of the three, right. right. The pass is not in there. Well, no, it's either you hand it off to run or you take it and run. Or you so it could have been, there could have been read option runs. He just never hand, He never faked. If those were read option runs, those were hell bad fakes to the running back. Right. <laughs> so that's right. why, Nick, it looked like he just ran the ball like they were designed runs. Yeah, so the running back to, never even tried to take a, a – no, 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 right, right. So shout-out to Mark. Because this could be true. That's why I said yeah. Yeah. I need to go back to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Not just you. We all said that. We have to go back right. and rewatch it. Today, in, in today's football, you don't see read option run. It's all run pass. It's all RPO. All RPOs. It's three, it's three options. Yeah. It's the three options because now you get the threat of the throw. And so if it was an RPO, and then to Mike's point, he failed. If it wasn't an RPO, then that's the play call, and that's what Nick and I were trying to talk about. Wait, where'd it go? If they're read so, options. I, this is the only contribution I see that we missed. This is from uh, Master, Master Sith. He says Shanahan almost Shanahan. All right, I have another topic that I want us to discuss, and then we can go home. Okay, I'm sorry, Wayne. I know you're ready to go. I'm sorry. If you got to jump out, it's cool. Guys, our offensive line looked fucking good tonight. They did I know amazing. it was the Lions, but we talked about it on the show. The Lions front seven was the strength of their team. Mm-hmm. How many pressures did Mike McGlinchey give up? How many pressures did our right guards give up? Those boys were balling tonight. Do you hear they, me? They gave up a couple of pressures, so let's not say that they didn't. Bro. Jim, Jimmy, Jim, I didn't say sacks. I said pressures. This is a big difference. Okay. So How many they, sacks did they give up, though? They gave up one sack. Four. All night long. And then Jimmy got pressured at least three or four times. Because he was trying, he was scrambling for his life on a couple of them. Now the question is, did they come from the right side or not? No, Nobody I don't know. I, I said, I said the line. I said the yeah, line. The, the, the sack came from know. Mike McGlinchey's side. But Mike McGlinchey didn't give up a sack tonight. Who Mike McGlinchey did not give up a sack tonight. Who did then? It wasn't it Mike. Brunsky, then it must have been Brunson. Hold on, I'll pull it up. I'll it was show on you from the part. outside. Hold on, I'll show you. Hold on, hold on. I'll pull it up. Y'all can talk. I'll pull it up. Oh, okay. Breezy, why are you telling what you McCall not to start Debo, bro? Because he had a running back. So if you got a running back, I'm not starting. Plus, oh, you got. He flexed. Yeah, he it flexed. was a flex. And then on top of that, we didn't know Debo was going to get all that, all those touches, man. Come on, y'all. He And he's a Brandon IU guy. He didn't even believe in Debo. Ah, uh, man, the Rams just scored. This is going to be easy. I was hoping one of these teams would lose in, in the NFC West. and Right now the Rams are up six men. Yo, Arizona looks good. Arizona looks good. We shoot, we look good, but we about to see how these Rams look in a second. And I didn't watch any of the Seattle stuff, but 
I was watching I watched some of it. Tyler Lockett, man. It's a, it's a difference maker. I got you, bro. I, I got it. How did you look? The Bears defense is dumb. Like, dude catches the pass, falls down, gets up, and scores because they didn't want to touch him. 67 yards. Yep. I mean, you could take it back. I mean, the Colts. Seattle played the Colts today, right? Yes. They beat the Colts. I I was surprised by what the Rams did to the Titans. No, the like Rams the Titans had negative six yards. The Rams are playing the um. You mean the, the Cardinals? I mean Cardinals. The, the Cardinals. The the Titans had negative six yards going into the second quarter, offensively. Chandler Jones had five sacks, bro, and I two fumbles. Like what's it, who? What's his name? Um. Was it was it uh, Ian Rappaport or, or Adam Schefter? He tweeted out the blink check. <laughs> he just I, I didn't expect. The... Uh, I didn't expect Arizona to do that to the Titans, man. Like they held them to negative six yards with a. a you so how a did how did um how did how did Derrick Henry have twelve points? Catching. Uh, well, this was just the first quarter. I'm not sure. Oh, 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 oh. I'm saying in the first quarter they held that team with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill to negative six points offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFC West is going to definitely beat each other up. They're definitely going to beat it up. Yeah, only time Mike is right, he has to prove his point. So let's go ahead and let him. It's move. not a – come on. I said I was going to look at the sack and tell you all what it was. He came from the outside nobody touched him. Oh, y'all! Oh, y'all found it already. No, that's what I told you before. Yeah, that's what it was. I'm gonna so, play the audio. I can't show the video because I don't think any of us said that it was on McGlinchey. We just said it no, was on I, the right no, side. No, Nick said it was from McGlinchey. I said it was on no, Mike McGlinchey's side, the outside yeah. of Mike McGlinchey. Oh, but that wasn't Mike McGlinchey. You made it sound like it was Mike McGlinchey's guy. The way He's you said outside guy, it's his guy. No, Mike McGlinchey. It was a blitz. It was a corner. It had nothing to do with Mike McGlinchey. So, yeah, yes, who, it was who's from supposed the right to pick side. up the blitzer? All right, so I'm going to hit the play. It's probably oh. George Kittle. Listen. Garoppolo got sacked by. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. I realize why it's so bad. I have my you thing. You know we're still getting a flag for audio, right? No, no, we don't We don't get flagged for audio. Yeah, you um, do. Yes, we do. Yes, you do. I have no, no, but this is this is not, not the for, same. No, this is not the game audio. Right. Uh, so it's second and ten. Jimmy's under center. There's one running back uh, back there. Who who? What's the running back that has a five in his number? Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, twenty-five. Okay. Oh, so that so, was probably on him. He was probably supposed to pick up the blitzer because in this presser, he's engaged with his guy. Here comes uh here comes a corner. Just free. Play action. Garoppolo got fast by number 21. Tracy Walker. Was not on Mike McGlinchey. It was to Nick's point, it was on McGlinchey's side. It wasn't on Mike McGlinchey though. So that's that's what I was saying. McGlinchey did not allow a sack tonight. The right Overall, guard, the offensive line I thought was good though. Like like, yeah, like the legit. right guard did not allow a sack tonight, and that's what my point was that the offensive line was phenomenal tonight and no one's talking about it. And I think that was a, yeah, we talked huge, about it earlier. That was a huge, huge positive. This offensive line 
look like a Pro Bowl offensive line. I think that's huge, man. What, Wayne? What? Why you? Why you cheesing? What's up? Because we talked. I was like, like two hours ago, we talked about. We the talked about the offensive line. line. I don't like people giving my man Mike shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike, Mike ain't do nothing wrong, bro. Bro, we talked. We talked about the offensive line for like 20 minutes earlier. All right, fine, cool. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. It's all no, nah, but Mike McGlinchey is back. I told y'all Mike McGlinchey is gonna have an all pro type season this year. We'll see what I happens said, when he plays better, better rushers too. We'll see what happens when he plays Chandler Jones. Chandler don't want no work. I said it. I just I said, said better rushers. I didn't mention him specifically. And, and put the stamp on it. Chandler I'm Jones saying, won. None Chandler of Jones is gonna be the best pass rusher that we see in the next three weeks. The old yeah. line did not give up a sack tonight. Perry Hyder might even give him work. Brandon Graham might give him work next week too. Y'all, y'all, what? Y'all bugging? Y'all are bugging. Mike McGlinchey was a rock out there tonight. You he hear was. me? He was a rock tonight. A rock. And yeah, he was dominant he in the run game. A hundred percent. He was dominant in the run game. But I'm not giving him a Pro Bowl year. Off of one game against the Detroit Lions. No, no, no. I gave him a Pro Bowl year before week one. I said it way before. Way before. So y'all can y'all can say what y'all want. It's a big ass contribution. I can't read these words, Nick. What is that? Says Mike, you're the dude, but even if Trey's plays were RPOs, you put too much weight on it. In NFL, whether D crashes is a split second decision. Hard requires tons of luck, which is why even vets aren't asked to do a lot of it. I didn't say that he should get them all right. I said that they're testing his knowledge. How? What? What was I wrong about in that assessment? Well, Wait, well, well what you said was a contribution off that quick. I think it's the biggest contribution of the night. What you said? More what, what you said was he kind of like failed the test, so he wasn't ready. And what he's trying to say is, even veterans wouldn't be ready or, or pass the test in that sense. Because they're they're hard to do, they're, they're, like that's what he's that's what that's what our guy is trying to say. Is that, I hope that makes sense. How else do you test the mental fortitude of your quarterback? But what he's saying is not. He's saying even the vets, the good guys, the guys that are starting quarterbacks that run RPOs successfully fail miserably. That's what he's How saying. Else? And I, so I'm that's what he's you. saying, right? I, what I'm saying is how else. You test the mental fortitude. Well, I don't think you use them as a test. I think what he's trying to say, they're just pure luck. So, like, like they happen. Nah, but, that, but that's not true. That part, it's not all luck. It's not all luck, bro. Y'all still didn't answer my question as to when the, the defense is stacking the box, why are you still calling RPOs? Even though no, they weren't we RPOs, That's but. what the whole debate is about. We did answer that question. You can so you have an so you think Kyle Shanahan sent him out there for failure because not 99.5% of that's the time. That's what he does. That's what Kyle does. He did when it when the box is stacked, you he should He does it with Jimmy all the time. Or whatever. He that's did it with Jimmy all the time. He did. Not he sure. used to set Jimmy up for failure all the time. Never really like used Jimmy to his strengths, getting him to roll out a lot. I think that's he's testing true. with you. I agree with Mike saying he's testing this kid. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to put it right there. And so in testing him, that doesn't mean he's going to pass the test. But when he passes the test, he's going to be a sharp mother freaker when it comes to running these RPOs 
if he can go out there and start locating See, what's going on on the end. Nick Nick took a phone call during the meet of our our dialogue. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he he missed what we you and I were saying. Yeah. And what my what our point was, I think Breezy actually agreed with me. Our point was that you do the RPO to see where he is mentally. Right. If you see eight men in the box and this is the play call, you got to know to go to pass. Don't try to run it because they're going to bang your ass up. Okay. And he never did that. I, I'm just saying I want you to go back and watch it because there was no running backs in there at the time. So he, It's not an RPO if he's in shotgun, bro. So what are you talking about? He, nobody said – what are you talking about? You just said there's no – you said there's no running back back there. There was no fake handoffs to running backs on those plays. All right. So we'll so go Nick back is saying that your design runs. Uh, it can't be an RPO if there's no running back back there. I, exactly. I'm saying it was design That's runs. You're saying, saying it was RPOs. Runs. I'm saying they were design you said, runs. You said why give them an RPO against an eight-man box? Because you're calling it RPOs. I it's said not an earlier. RPO. It's not an RPO if there's no running back back there, Nick. Bro, I said earlier that they weren't RPOs. I still don't agree with you that they were RPOs. You guys said they were RPOs. You Wait, just did I said, say that that? I said they were design runs. Wait, Didn't did Nick just that? say why give them RPOs against eight man boxes? Am I? Did I miss something? Tell me. Tell me. Because I'm wrong. you guys you are saying they were RPOs, so I was just going with the flow. Why would you get? I was asking a question. Why would you give him RPOs if the box is stacked? That's all I'm asking. You and guys what I'm saying is, and what I'm saying is, you're not giving him an RPO if there's no running back back there. It can't be an RPO without a running back, Nick. No shit. I from the beginning said these were not RPOs. I said they were design runs from the beginning. You argued with me and said they were RPOs. I'm saying that I still don't believe they were RPOs because there was no running back back there. What? And then I'm saying, because you said they're RPOs, why would you give him RPO calls if they're stacking so you the think, So you think Lance was back there without anybody next to him? No, he was not fake handing the ball off. He took the snap and took off. There was no fake handoffs. Was there a That's running what back or not? What? Was there a running back or not? So, so the running back can be in the backfield. But if you don't fake the handoff, is it an RPO? You're changing your argument. Was there a running back or not? Mike, I didn't see. You just said there was no running back. There was no running back in the play. There was no fake. So there was no running back. So you're saying that Trey Lance was in shotgun and it was a design run? Because I didn't see that all night. I didn't see that. I'm telling you what I remember seeing. I don't remember Trey Lance being in shotgun or under center with no an empty backfield, and it was an RPA. I I can't Mike, say that. It doesn't have to be that it's an empty backfield. When I'm saying there was no running back, there was no running back in the play. There was no fake handoffs. The running backs weren't faking. So there like, was no running back is what you're saying. There was a run. Never mind. I, I'm, I'm Nick, I'm, don't get frustrated, bro. I'm Explain telling you 500 times and you won't Just answer me yes or no. Was there a running back in there or not? Please just say please. yes or no. Pretty please. There, was, there, there were, were running, running backs. backs in the backfield. There was no play with the running back. So the running back didn't come up to take the fake handle. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I don't because you say one thing and then you contradict yourself. You Mike, said there's no running back, but the running back can fake the handoff. Was there a Wayne, running back on the field or not? Wayne, can you can you help me here? Help me, he, please. He, he say, he's saying, all right, 
Nick, at one point you said that there were no running backs. So Mike took that to say, oh, there were no running backs in on the play, then it can't be anything. It, 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 yeah, it has to be it a can't be an RPO. So then now, but now Nick, what Nick is was is trying to say, Mike, is there was no fake handoff to the running back. So yeah, there was a running back in there on those plays, but there was no option for the running back. It was so, the side run okay. what Nick has been saying from the jump. Thank you. All right, so okay. Because I he kept saying there's no running back, but he said that there was there was a running back. I don't know what you're saying, Nick. Right. Don't get frustrated. I'm trying to get clarity on what you're saying. If you're telling me there's no running back back they there, got Matt Stafford running bootleg into the left. I'll be damned. Design run. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. We're at three hours, guys. It's I time, that, guys. I think it's that's long time. enough. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. It's been real. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get clarity. Nick, I apologize. I'm not trying to upset you, bro. But it's, you made it sound like there was no running backs in on the play. And if that's the case, it's not an RPO. And I agree with you. I agree with you if you're telling me there's no running back back there. But then you changed it and said there was a running back. But he didn't try to. The thing was there was no running back involved in the play. There was no running backs involved in the play. You keep saying there are RPOs. No, no, no. But that comment is what's confusing me. Are you telling me there's no running back on the field? Or are you telling me there's no running back at all? Mike, we just answered it, Mike. I just told you what he said. He said that at first there was said, a running back, but the running back was not affiliated with the play. There you go. So what you're saying, Trey didn't fake the handoff to the running back. Yes, it, you finally okay. got it. All right. Okay, I got it. I got it, bro. No, no offense. I'm not trying to offend anybody or nothing like that. I'm just want to make sure we understand. We we're on the same page. That's all. Because I missed what you were saying, bro. That's my bad. My bad. Um, we got one more contribution and let's get out of here. All right. Uh, IK says stack box could be disguised pressure. It doesn't necessitate a blitz. That's why it's not a good argument in my opinion. And I agree with him. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't remember ever saying, I don't remember we saying that it was a blitz. We just said that the box was stacked. Yeah. We said, if you see eight men in the box, you should, you should, we did say, if you see eight men in the box, you should go to pass. That's what we did say. Breezy, right. that was a conversation we had while Nick was not present for the discussion. That's what okay. we said. So I think I think that's what IK is responding to. Okay. All right. I'm good. I'm good, guys. We're going to break this thing down more. We're going to break it down to you guys are nauseated with us because it's the first game of the season. <laughs> guys, Don't we got to win, man. Shout out to the 49ers, man. They defeated the Detroit Lions on the road. They are on their way to Philly. You will catch Nick, Mike, Wayne, and Philadelphia PA this Sunday. Make sure you're there, and we're going to be in there like swimwear, baby. Let's go ahead and get this win, man. Look, how we start and get, get Nick off the show? Why we got to get Nick off the show? He's been trying to explain. I didn't click Mike's this. I swear to God, I, didn't, I did not click this comment, bro. He's trying to say I don't understand. Get me off the show. You can get off my show. Oh, Nick, don't do that, Nick. Don't bye. do that. Bong, bong. Look, look, Nick, 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 he loading up and shooting at people. Bong, bong. Let's go. Nick, don't Let's be go. that guy. Yo. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm that, that's drunk. my fault for misunderstanding. No, I'm the one drinking. What are you, how are you the one? How are you the you drunk? Like I'm Nick's the one a mean drunk. What? What? I didn't call you a mean drunk. Fonzarelli, I did explain better. You can leave. Bye. That's your explanation. Here we go. I got you, Nick. 
Boom. I don't care about that. Oh, shit. You don't like positivity? I'm going to keep it a buck. I know you, but that shit was confusing, bro. Like, like, I was confused as shit. I'm like, not gonna I, lie. I just didn't I know, I know Nick. I know, I know what he means. So I, I get it. I didn't know what he meant, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be difficult at all. I was not trying to. So I Nick, apologize. Nick, you but said guys, gonna do it. All right. No, guys, no, 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 no. Nick said it's no running back. There was no running back. And Mike right. said, "Wait a minute. There's no running back." No, there was no running back. And then Nick, you were like, "There was no running back for him to hand the ball off." <laughs> <laughs> and then, then Mike was like, tired. "Wait a minute, Nick. Are you I'm saying that there was no running back in the backfield?" It's Mike because it, it's because you said, "Nick, there's no running back." Right. And if you know Mike, like I know Mike, he was gonna take that dunk and try to make sure he understood you yes. saying exactly what you said, and I knew it was coming. And y'all got an extra 40, 40 minutes out of me. So kudos right. to Mike. Say what you mean. <laughs> so just just say what you mean. If you tell me there was no running back, it can't be an RPL. There's nobody to to R it off to. <laughs> That's all. So it's cool. But it was a misunderstanding. It's cool now. We got it, guys. We're gonna be back. We thank you all for joining us. I got three percent battery. Let me give my final thoughts first. You guys can wrap up the show because I think my tablet is gonna turn off on me. So uh, I appreciate everybody for checking us out. Make sure you guys head over to goldbarwhiskey.com. Put in the code. Nothing but Niners to get 10% off of whatever order you got. Look at that beautiful. That, that thing almost as beautiful as a Lombardi. Look at that. Look at that. Thing. Look, look, woo, that thing's sexy right there. Uh, guys, so, and then mybookie.ag, if you guys are not registered there, go over there, have some fun. Put a, a $3 parlay on and you can win $1,200. That's what I did tonight. Um, and, you know, you never know what, what the outcome is going to be. Have some fun with it, guys. And if you go over to mybookie.ag, use promo code NBN. They will match your initial deposit up to $1,000. Have some fun. Courtesy of the guys over here, nothing but Niners. We thank you all for rocking with us. We appreciate you guys. Um, and please, please, please be kind to one another. That is all I got. I'll see y'all tomorrow night. <laughs> Did you just block him? Nick, you're a blocker. Who blocked him? Fuck. I don't care. Wasn't me. No. You really me. blocked him, Nick? Yeah, I blocked him. Why are you so emotional, what... bro? Nick, they tear me up every video. You can't do that, bro. I can do whatever I want. I mean, it's true, but come on, man. What you doing? <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Why you block him, man? Come on, Nick. Come on, Nick. I got no room in my life for negativity. Listen, they gonna man. tell you to pull the tampon out, bro. They go they gonna get on you, bro. I, I need all of you that are watching Bye, tonight. Fonterelli. I need all of you that are watching tonight to come and talk 49ers with your boy Breezy tomorrow night. Hopefully, these two dumb and dumber guys will join me on the show. Let me on. Let me on. I'm there. Wait, I got a surgery tomorrow. I, I'm getting two teeth pulled out and one cat on the opposite side. You don't but even gotta I'm talk, good. but I just want I'm you on to talk. I'm gonna be there. I'm a I'm a be there like this. Like, yo, Breezy. I'm gonna be in there. So let me know, all right? I'm going to be in there swollen jaws and all, okay? And if you want more confusion, tune in tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Because <laughs> I can't wait to see these two go back at it. This shit is pay-per-view, guys. You guys are getting this show, I promise. Yes, sir. <laughs> Nick, final thoughts. <laughs> final thoughts are, I love all y'all. <laughs> he said, yes, I can. <laughs> y'all just better learn. 
So you learn today. Justin Fields you, is in. You gonna learn today. Mm, 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 mm. So anyway, like I said, no room in my life anymore for negativity. That's everything. So anyway, I love all y'all. It's good to have football season back, even though I'm pissed off and Kyle Shanahan's still a bitch. And but, we still want to know what everybody being pissed off. We're still want to know. That's what but it's all about. We cannot do what we did in the ha- second half of the football game next week. We can't so, do that ever, Nick. That's what ever. I'm saying. No, I'm saying I'm saying what well, we, we can't do that next week. Like going on for, forever. Like we cannot do that. We have to look. It's not easy to win a Super Bowl. It's not easy to make playoffs. It's not easy to win a division. And shit happens. Players get hurt. And you as the coach need to step up and figure it out. You got to get players ready to play. And that's what Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans and everybody else on this coaching staff, uh, staff needs to do. Um, I just got to see Kyle Shanahan play a complete game, man. I got to. I got to. I'm tired of seeing the, the step off the gas part. So let's buckle up and all right. Ready to go. for glory. Anticipate pain, but always remain faithful. We out of here. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners. Nothing, nothing but niners. We nothing.